leave them, I can't. Yes, go. You live. Go. You stay. We belong dead. up on the roof with my telescope i saw them in their backyard what were they doing honey digging kind of like grave diggers maybe all right that's enough of this conversation up there now you've blown it haven't you no i didn't blow it he went went into his house chicken i'm not chicken because he went into his house well he went into his you know you look like a chicken in front of your son and everything over here to smoke cigars. His wife won't let him. He doesn't know. I know that. Hi, Ray. How you doing, bud? Hey there, Mr. Peterson. Good to see you. You want to take that out of your pocket? You want to not steal that from Walter's house, please? what's the difference? All this junk is going to end up in a flea market sooner or later anyway. Hey, you guys, look. These cookies are open. I'm telling you, Walter was a human sacrifice. You're chanting. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Ray, Ray, you're chanting. Ray, this is Walter. No! Uh, uh, I need to light in the top floor as well. We have found Walter! We found Walter! A 
may think it does. They may think they're off the hook, but they're not. No, no, they're not. Are they, Ray? No, go ahead. Tell them. Tell them. We got the goods on them, don't we? Oh, yeah, you know? You know, someday they're going to dig up the back of that yard, and they're going to find the rest of that skeleton to go with that femur. Oh, it might not be Walter, but it's going to be some sort of torture. Shut up, Shut up, Art! Shut up! I don't know what to say. What, do you want me to move? I think the message to uh, psychos, fanatics, murderers, nutcases all over the world is uh, do not mess with suburbanites because, uh, frankly, we're just not going to take it anymore. You know, we're not going to be content to look after our lawns and wax our cars, paint our houses. We're out to get them, Don. We are out to get them. Arch! Your wife's home. And your house is on fire. My wife is home. <laughs> Uh, Satan is good. Satan is your pal. <laughs> it's true. Uh, we lost another good one this week, guys. Could we just stop opening every episode with someone who died? <laughs> I would love like, that. To. Would be awesome. Uh, yeah, the the great Rick Dukeman of uh, Burbs fame, mm. art from the Burbs, but he did a lot of other great stuff yeah. too. I remember from him from this terrible, uh, <laughs> this terrible John Travolta movie in the eighties called uh, The Experts. I don't think I'm really aware it of that. It was movie. a Cold War Cold War paranoia comedy. Okay. Where uh John so, Travolta Spies like us. <laughs> not as good. <laughs> I love Spies like <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh John Travolta and Ari Gross. I don't know if you're familiar uh-huh. with them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um played these two like club o- these like uh like nightclub owners okay. or wannabe nightclub owners. And they get recruited by an undercover Russian organization who has recreated an, a small American town in Russia okay, and, and bring them over to open a nightclub to <laughs> ostensibly be the experts on American life. But they don't know that it's in Russia. They think it's just this small town, but it's like Mayberry in the 50s. Uh, wow. It's kind of good, actually. I mean, the, but he played one of the, the – he played a priest who was one of the Russian okay. like, spies. He was amazing. It's uh, – I mean – the idea sounds good. Yeah. yeah, a remake might be in order. Actually, right. they might do it better. Um, yeah, I believe that's the movie where Travolta met Kelly Preston. Actually, ooh, <laughs> if we're gonna go a little TMZ with this, <laughs> oh shit! Uh, but no, Rick Dukeman, uh he was great, and I remember at like eight or nine years old seeing his stand-up comedy on HBO. Way too young. <laughs> um, but yeah, art, art from uh, the Burbs has yeah. shuffled off this mortal coil. I like how Greg Proops puts it on, uh, I don't know if you listen to his podcast, mm-hmm. The Smartest Man in the World. Okay. It's good. I, if you like Greg Proops, it's really good. Right. But at the end of each episode, if anyone in the entertainment business has died, he does a little tribute to them. Oh, cool. And he always says that they've <clears> gone, they're now swirling in the heavens above us or whatever. He says something like that. That's great. Yeah. Swirling in the heavens. I gotcha. Think pretty, but yeah, Dukeman is up there and that's a bummer. Yeah. I saw uh, Joe Dante tweeted that out. Yeah, as friend I, of the show, Joe Dante. Right, I think actually he was one of the first people, like period, to like to say anything about it. Probably, yeah. 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 Um, How <laughs> fucking good is the Burbs, though? My my God my first damn. exposure to uh, to him was uh, I don't know if you ever saw Blank Check. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in the theater when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, you see the uh, the kooky uh, cool friend uh, limo driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, a lot of people probably remember him from Groundhog Day. He was right. one of the drunks, him and Rick Overton. Oh, my God. He was also a great stand-up comic. Yeah. Man. They played two drunks in that, but yeah. Just a real bummer. Another one of those amazing character actors that uh, 
when he was with us, I think, deserved a lot more credit than he oh, got. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, uh, another happy way to start off the podcast. Ugh. Um, we have a few things to talk about, actually. Yeah. I mean, like you and I personally. We yeah. Need to get to the bottom of some shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a tension that we haven't uh, really addressed, and basically it's just I wish you'd stop putting that fucking Nightbreed special edition in my face every time I come down here. Oh well, now I have the Society special edition. God, that that's that's an insane uh, insane box out there. Yeah, it's amazing. Arrow Video in the UK. Gotta put the right music on. Yeah, thank you. I doubt anyone can hear that. It's not really even picking up in my <laughs> headset. It's fine. I found out last week that uh, we all found out last week that <laughs> Ian despises ACDC. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing that during the <laughs> setup. Um, <laughs> found out that Ian hates ACDC, so I've been a huge cock and have been uh, playing it whenever I get a chance. Well, thank you for the huge part. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one thing I've never. <laughs> Anyway, um, but I... <laughs> if I had no dollars for I every pointed, time a girl said that. <laughs> I pointed out to him uh, something that I still find, that I hold true, that if you if you hate ACDC based on the vocals, then you have to hate Guns N' Roses. Yeah. But, but the s- logic also backfires on me, because I don't have a problem with ACDC, but I fucking hate Guns N' Roses. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate them. I'm kind of indifferent on GNR. This has been We Belong. <laughs> uh, no, this is Arrow Video from the UK, who normally only puts out... Let me stop this. This is going to distract me. Um, who puts out um, usually only Region 2 releases. Right. Because I made that mistake a couple <clears throat> summers ago. Uh, what did you pick up? I have a bunch of really cool stuff that I ended that you up not being watch. able to watch. Like, um, and it was before any other place had put this stuff out like repo man oh yeah arrow put that out and um touch of evil the orson wells um charlton heston charlton heston playing a mexican movie i love that like you do um zombie flesh eaters caligula there were a few more there's always one of you there were like a dozen (laughs) that i picked up and like two of them played like just by chance but like none of the features would play so there was always a problem hmm but they put out this uh, this all regions region zero uh, killer fucking version of society. It's intense. Which we talked about a little bit last week. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. I have since watched it like eight fucking times. It is a great movie. Okay, it is a good movie <laughs> in the realms of me right. and schlocky horror. It is a great fucking movie. It pairs very nicely with uh, the remake of The Blob. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, society, check yeah. it out, and it, you don't have to get it from the UK, so you don't have to worry about the exchange rate. Oh yeah, it's still pricey. You can get it on Amazon dot com. You don't have to go to co dot uk. It's like thirty bucks. It or was something, like isn't it? thirty five. I think yeah. maybe, but well worth it. I mean, sure. It has a uh, comic book sequel with it, and it's loaded with features. Yeah. Uh, and the packaging is fucking phenomenal. It's I can't believe ridiculous. just from the packaging alone we haven't heard more about this release. I mean, honestly, I'd never heard of this movie. Yeah. Until you until you told me about it. Yeah. It's um yeah, Brian Usen's first time directing. Hmm. Uh 
I guess we'll talk about it more later since he's our spotlight tonight sure. for director. Um, also, I received an invitation to something that we talked about last week as well. I'm, I'm pretty jealous. Yeah, I'm not sure how this happened. I don't know if maybe a listener like uh, is somehow involved like with vouched this for thing you somehow or uh, or what or maybe I'm, I mean maybe my um, reputation precedes me <laughs> and I'm kind of a big deal. I'm pretty upset you don't have a mustache to twirl anymore <laughs> when you say things like that. I'm going to start wearing a fake mustache during We Belong Dead. Uh, but now I got I got an email asking if I wanted to join the beta test of Shutter, the AMC uh, horror streaming service. And you're like, eh. I'm still thinking it over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said yes immediately. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They made me feel really special, though, by the email because it's this very fancy-looking, like dinner party invitation that is very hilariously well worded yeah um, now are they offering other than actually obviously getting early access to this are they offering you any perks like first couple months free or anything like that because you beta tested it or um not that i know of hmm. um i mean not that they need to i just didn't yeah know. i mean right now i get i have 60 days in the beta test for free so like essentially two months nice to try it out and then i guess they will uh, make changes based on solely my opinion. Right. As they should. <laughs> Scream Factory, are you listening? <laughs> Shudder's winning. Right. <laughs> um, I've goofed, I've looked around on it a bit. I haven't committed to watch anything yet. Mm. Uh, the problem with the beta test is that it's only available online. Right. Um, so I need to get a, uh, a longer, you, uh, a longer, um, what do you call it? One of those fancy cables? HDMI. Video. HDMI. Yep. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Don't you work in broadcasting? <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, to uh, hook up from my laptop to my TV because I really uh, TV shows I, I can watch on my laptop. Yeah, but I have a hard time getting through a whole movie. Yeah, that's um, fair. So, but their setup looks really nice. It's mm. very much Netflixy. Okay, um, in their choices, and I love that they have this one feature that is. Um, just a button you can hit, and it, it streams like a television network. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they have their own like uh, you know pacing and setup for shows, which would be really cool if they start offering TV shows as well. To oh yeah, mix those into it. You know, somebody please do something with Brimstone. I've talked about it like twelve times, and this is our like. Well, I guess it's our twelfth episode. <laughs> I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Um, oh, is it? yeah. I guess this is episode twelve. Yeah. Um, fuck. I, I would sign. I mean, not, I'm obviously going to sign up for it anyway. But I would sign up on it solely if they had brimstone. Right. Like, that is going to be one of my first questions. If if there is like a dialogue between the people that they're beta testing mm. and them, uh, is like, are you are you going to? Because there's there's so many TV shows. Yeah. And I'm coming into it understanding, like with Scream Factory, like understand not understanding, but understanding the idea of licensing sure. and I can't just be like hey why aren't you releasing this one movie right. like, I know there's a lot to it right. and I'm sure there's even more to it with a streaming service but yeah. I gotta I'm uh, impressed and surprised with uh, what they have on there right now like some really great well known horror stuff but they don't have any TV as far as you can see as far as I saw okay. no um, but this week I'll probably start using it a lot more and be able to report back next yeah. next weekend <laughs> um yeah, that's pretty much been my week. Society, and I got invited to Shutter. Nice. I have two more orders coming from Scream Factory that haven't arrived yet. I think we talked about that. Oh yeah, because we did Jeff Burr. Yeah. As the um, 
director spotlight last week. Did you uh, did you pre-order um, Dog Soldiers? I didn't. Did you? Okay, no. Mm-mm. I think it comes out next week or the yeah. week after. So, I'm. <clears throat> you, you need that poster, Ian. Uh, I, I, I do, but with the con coming up, and I'm going up to New York Fourth of July weekend, I'm trying my damnedest from here on out not to buy anything that isn't like gas or food. Well, that's easy though. You just cancel the New York trip. It's true. <laughs> New York will always be there. That's, yeah, that's valid. That actually is kind of. <laughs> I was just fucking around when right. I said it, but but I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna happen eventually, right? I'm um, happy to say that currently my bank account is not overdraft. Nice. Uh, there's not a lot in there, right? But it's not overdraft, and that was the goal. I'm in the same spot right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get paid this week, thankfully. Yeah, and hopefully I'll start building a little more on that. <laughs> this is all personal information right. that no one listening gives a shit about. <laughs> Guys, we're trying to afford a con. If anybody out there wants to pay for a room, <laughs> sure. You will be a gold star sponsor of We Belong Dead. What do you got? Anything? Uh, I watched a few movies this week. Oh, nice. What what you got? Uh, Two of them that I've had of yours for a while. Um, I watched uh, Dead and Breakfast. Fun. And Brutal Massacre. So fun. Um, Dead and Breakfast was (laughs) was pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, there was a couple parts that made me think of uh, Demon Knight. Like, when they're in the house and everyone's outside. Which Scream Factory announced. (sighs) Are they... Doing uh, Demon Knight and Bordello separately, or is no, it going to be a two a pack? I think okay. it's a two pack. But they, they're they're planning features for it. Which okay, is amazing. Because if it's a two pack, I'll definitely get it. If they're single, I'm obviously only getting Demon Knight. Right. Yeah. Because no, I, like, I agree. Like I enjoyed Bordello. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, Dennis Leary, Dennis Miller, Miller rather. He was a little too Dennis Millery. That's though, true. That's true. Sarandon's in it. Yeah, you know Christopher. Yeah. Christopher Sarandon. <laughs> um, yeah, and they uh, along with that, they announced probably their biggest release for, yeah. for genre junkies is uh, Scream Factory doing an Army of Darkness. I will prob- that's pretty heavy. That's one that I, I'm sure I'll be pre-ordering because I'm sure there will be some oh, yeah. super ridiculous special edition. Yeah. It's the 30th release. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Just on Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, See, I would like... This is where, like, I kind of wish I was a little more ignorant to licensing issues. Right. And I could just get angry about this, because I would love to see Scream Factory release, like, a trilogy together. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted that with Phantasm, too. I'm like, well, Ooh, Scream Factory needs yeah. to put out Phantasm 1 through 4. Right. You know, but I, I realize why they can't. But instead we got Without Warning, so... <laughs> which stands which on fine. its own. Which is Totally fine. stands on its own. I like that. I just want a trilogy of Jack Palance movies. So. Remember. (laughs) You. Are my number one. Guy. That wasn't played from YouTube. That was me. I know I sound a lot like Jack Palance. You do. Um, the, then you watched, uh, a great Harry Penderecki film. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Brutal Massacre, which I, I told Richie, I, I'm Richie. Yeah, that's Richie over there. Um, I didn't realize, like, I thought it was going to be a horror comedy. Right. Not a comedy about making a horror movie. (laughs) Right. Um, And so, like, I think, like, watching it, I was waiting for something to happen Mm -hmm. like that. And it didn't happen. So, like, there was a little bit of 
me that was like let down but right. i mean it's my own fault because i just expected yeah what it wasn't um but it was a lot of fun brian o'halloran playing dante pretty much <laughs> brian o'halloran doing the only role he knows how to do <laughs> yep. uh overacting and emotional he's uh, the most awkward interview to watch is he? yeah i don't know like on the clerks 10 mm. blu-ray or dvd um there's like a q a and he's he he He's trying so hard to be charming and funny, and it's, it's just, just falling flat. Not having it. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you have Jeff Anderson there. Like, right. you got no fucking choice. Right. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed Brutal Massacre. I haven't watched it in a while. Uh, Naughton, I remember being really splendid. Oh, yeah. It. And Gunnar Hansen being amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tear the fucker down. I don't give a shit. <laughs> just just going to tear it down and rebuild it anyway. <laughs> I was in the numb pussy <laughs> fart. Um, oh yeah. man, that's that's a fun. And you brought a movie over for me. To, I did <laughs> to endure. Which, if you can, I really want you to watch it this week because I want I want you to talk to me about it next uh, week. Yeah, um, that that's your assignment for the week. Well, what was it called? Fully clips. Fully clips. That's right. The Mario Van Peebles classic. Yep. Mario Van Peebles and his shitlocks. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's only got, like, the three on the front. Like, yeah. it's not the whole head. Well, yeah, I mean, that would so, be silly. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the uh, the leader of the werewolf uh, special ops team, Lou Garou, like, Loop Garou, which is French for Wolfman. You get ah. it? You get it? <laughs> nice. Spoiler alert. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, you brought a, a, a stuffed nacho over for me. I did. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really <laughs> What time do they close? We might take this podcast on the road. <laughs> um, I also rewatched a classic, actually. Mm. Like a real classic that like normal people refer to as classic. <laughs> um, the Haunting. Okay. Robert Wise film. So good. Still yeah. holds up. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, that gimmick. Like that... Um, that subgenre of the like crazy house, right? Um, yeah, House on Haunted Hill, the original haunting, yeah, um, Hill House, yeah, Hill, uh, yeah, yeah. That's really good. I've actually got the book Hill House. I I, I never read it. Shirley Jackson. Nope, that's haunting at Hill House. At Hill House. Oh, what did you say? Hell House is Richard oh, Hell Matheson. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Matheson's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Shirley um, Jackson's a woman. Right. Well, right. <laughs> Really, I, I feel like as a like literature, horror literature nerd, I feel bad. I think the only Matheson he novel. He just stroked his beard as he said I that, did. by the way. Um, I really did. I, told, I just realized, yeah, unintentionally. I was like, hmm, as a horror literary nerd. Um, the only Matheson novel I've read is I Am Legend, I think, which was really good and not the Will Smith, Smith movie at all. Yeah, but. that's the only um, novel I've read. I've read a lot of his short stories. Yeah. I really want to read What Dreams May Come. Mm. Yeah, I thought that movie got sh- shit on. He did a lot, I think, with Night Gallery and Twilight Zone. Okay. Actually. That would make sense. Yep. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's one thing. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on the show before. I really would love to see a well-made true to source material i am legend movie i would do yeah i still love uh, last man on earth sure have you gotten through any vincent not yet come on man come yeah. on yeah <sighs> you're the worst 
<laughs> the waste. <laughs> so, uh, Harley Poe. Yeah, Seven Inches of Hell. <laughs> Horrorhoundrecords.com. And uh, check out Harley Poe. Just yeah. on there, aside from Seven Inches of Hell, or Twelve Inches of Hell, whatever right. it is. Um, yeah, check them out, because they're amazing. And if they're you the if you miss to music in this genre going right now. Yeah. Uh, and if you missed last week's episode, I discovered that I think four of their albums were on Spotify. Right, yeah. So if you already have Spotify and don't want to buy an album right off the bat, you know, get a little mm-hmm. taste, check it out there, and then buy all of their shit, because yeah. they deserve it. They really do. Um, also, follow Joe Whiteford on Instagram yeah. if you don't. He's, he does some amazing work. Yeah, he really does. Outside of Harley Poe, their front man is a fantastic um, like a custom like custom action figure sculptor yeah. guy. His his uh, crites were on point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think were. he sculpted those. I think he just painted them, right, but yeah. still, really good. Uh, yeah, we're going to get him on here soon. I've already sounded the alarm to him okay. to be prepared that one night we're going to do an interview with him because I realized I think I mentioned this on the last podcast I realized that every um, interview we've done with him we've tried to, we've tried to do one a year right on um, conversations with the weird and it's always Harley Poe dominated sure but the last one uh, Ben was there so it got focused a little more to his custom work right but I actually I would love to do an interview with him where we just talk like shoot the shit right and talk about like sure. some of the stuff that he digs in movies and stuff yeah. like that so Hopefully that's what the next one will be. Yeah, that'd be good. What are you guys up to? <laughs> uh, I got a friend named Brandon, a friend of mine since like third grade, who sent me good a link. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. He sent me a link um, to a cover that he did that I'm going to wait and play uh, next week because of, of the recast that I'm thinking of doing. Okay. But he, um, he, he recorded a cover... Doing uh, "Sitting Here at Midnight" from Phantasm, nice the song in the film that right. Reggie and uh, and Jody play that they just come up with on the spot. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a sitting here at midnight. <laughs> Have you seen it, Richie? <laughs> and I'll be sitting here at noon. Okay, it'll be better than that. But yeah, he's a fan of the show, so um, I got him to send me that link, and we're definitely going to play it. But um. I, I want to put the call out to him right now to do a cover of Have You Seen It? <laughs> and it will be the new, like, end theme for for the show. I mean, it makes it. sense. Yeah. yeah. For at least the rest of the year. Right. Um, I do love that song. It's yeah, so terrible. We know. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like people think it's a joke that I love. that. that to me, it's a joke. Like, right. I love this song. Right. Nudge, nudge. I really love that <laughs> song. And I don't have an explanation for it. Well, I mean, you just think of Reggie's sweet ass ponytail, and you're like, you "Fucking know what? a!" Yeah, that's where his inspiration How comes we from. Survive, <laughs> run for cover, find some shit. Oh, I'll just do a cover. Fuck right. It. Play drums. You're gonna play drums on it. Yeah, there you go. Ian's a drummer. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I have an app on my phone. <laughs> you will soon. Garage Band. It's a good app. Um. What else? We got a. We, uh, we'll talk more about that, but we have a uh, recast this week yeah. that I nearly uh, 
shut down. You did. You did. <laughs> and I really, it wasn't for <laughs> racist reasons. Anyway, we'll get to that later. I wasn't going to tell you we're recasting Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize the difficulty level of that when I was like, yeah, let's fucking do that. And yeah. then a week later I sat down and I was like, "I okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it, guys. <laughs> uh, this week's director, because he did Society, and that's what I've mm. been on all week, is uh, Brian Usna. Some good stuff, some bad stuff, you know. <laughs> Every director has them, but he seems like a really cool guy. Look, if Toby Hooper can have some stinkers, <laughs> exactly. anyone else can. Exactly. Um. Wow, that brings us to about the 30-minute mark. Um, do you want me to give you your pitch idea? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh, God damn it. So I'm, I'm going to make it really easy I always on have you. fun up until this point. <laughs> I always get like 30 minutes of feeling confident and like happy about myself. Right. And then you drop the bomb that it's my week to pitch. Right. I am so terrible. I feel bad <laughs> for our listeners because I'm so bad at it. And yeah. I should be good at it. You would think so. You would be wrong. Yeah. All yeah. right, but we'll try again. Let's Let's yeah. hit me. What's up? <laughs> no, I liked last week. See, if if if, if something is is thrown to me of like pitch me a pickup from right something source material that's already there. Right. I think I would do better at something like that. Okay, you fucking nailed Reanimator last yeah? week. I want to see that okay. movie. I really do. I mean, coming from such a big Reanimator fan, I, you should I be honored. Really take, you should be yeah, humbled. I should. You should be over here sucking my dick. I mean, I gave you an idea, and I need to suck your dick. That's right. Okay. I, I just—I mean, that's fine. I that's just the kind to... of thinking that got me on the Shutter beta testing team. <laughs> <laughs> Any horror fan worth of salt would suck my dick. <laughs> that's the T-shirt I need. <laughs> oh, Coca-Cola Zero. Okay, so yeah, uh, your idea this week. R.I.P. Rick Dukeman. I, I, uh, I want you to pitch me a global outbreak movie. Okay? Uh-huh. It can't be zombies, because I'm kind of fucking tired of zombies right now, to be completely honest. Um, but the afflicted have to have some kind of physical change. I mean, they could. You could go all Rick and Morty, and they could all be a bunch of Cronenbergs if you want. But right, like something obvious, you know, possibly grotesque, some kind of change that uh, overcomes the afflicted. All right, I'll think on it. Okay, God, I apologize in advance to everyone <laughs> listening. I'm going to put a poll on Facebook soon to see if people just want you to pitch every week. <laughs> Okay, so because you're really good at it, man. The, the, there's a, there's an outbreak, and a girl is hiding from it, and she finds this abandoned apartment that has three beds. <laughs> That's the best one I've done. <laughs> oh, fucking a! No, um, my my favorite aspect of it though is is the the chairs. It's like one's too big, like the the seat to ass ratio is just way off. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Mm. Um, we'll go to our first song now. Is it you or me this week? I think it to go first. I think I it's me. Remember. Okay. Um, uh, I love. I'm. I'm. I got no problems with your pick this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was uh, aside from the movie that right. the reason that you picked it right. Um, <laughs> Twilight. 
point eighties uh, point one <laughs> Twilight 1. with mullets. 0. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, I went with uh, the Doors. People are strange. Is just, everybody in? <laughs> um. That guy looked a lot like Val Kilmer. Um, I like that movie. Yeah, it's good. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. I, I obviously I'm a fan of the Doors. Anyway. Um, this is a cool... I just recently got back on a Doors kick. Did you? And much like Zeppelin, I don't know if I told you about this. Uh, I don't think so. I was huge on Zeppelin, me and my friends, in like uh, like 8th grade to 10th grade, I guess. Right. I think that's when I really got into them, too, actually. Yeah, and I just burned the fuck out. Like, yeah. crashed and burned one day. And it's been probably 15 years since I really listened to Zeppelin. Really? Yeah. And then I heard a lick from uh, Kashmir mm. the other day. Like in passing in a right. store or something, and I was like, I need to give them another chance. So I downloaded right. a shitload of Zeppelin. <laughs> and I've been jamming the fuck out of it, dude. It's, right. it's welcome back with open arms. Right. So fucking good. Uh, and this week, that was two weeks ago. Mm. This week, The Doors is, is mm. what I'm going back and revisiting. That fucking absolutely live double album is unreal how good that is. Unreal? Unreal. Okay. Uh, I also watched The Making of L.A. Woman. Oh, yeah? Mr. Mojo Ryzen, I think is what it's called. Okay. I have it on Blu-ray. It's really good. Nice. Uh, and then I have this other documentary that I guess they they started in, like, 67 or 68 and never finished. And they, like, I guess Ray and whoever over the final years right. recently have finished it. It's called Feast of Friends. I, uh, I'm, I'm, th- I'm in a very... Uh, Venture Brothers place right now. Excellent. Remember when uh, I can't remember what the what like the A storyline was, but the B storyline was the Molotov cocktease was like babysitting the family while Brock was out. Yeah, and there's like this whole scene where like uh, um, Hank gets like fucked up somehow and like decides that he needs to kill his father so that he can have Molotov to himself and he comes in with a machete he's like father I'm here to kill you <laughs> yeah. I do remember that uh, uh, man especially some of their like lesser known stuff like Not yeah. to Touch the Earth right such a great fucking song yeah anyway you picked a Doors song this I did week. and, uh, and yeah. we're all very happy about it here at HQ <laughs> What'd you go with? Has this ever been used in a horror film? Knowledge I mean, in a real one. horror film. No. I don't, really, I don't think so. I think, like, the, the two things that stand out in my mind that this has been attached to is The Lost Boys, obviously. Then there was an episode of The Simpsons where it played a big part. Like, really? there was, like, a weird montage where, like, Homer's walking through town. I don't know if he's, like, like on drugs or something or what's going on but like that that's playing as he's huh. i don't know it's weird well a third one you can add to that list is it's probably going to be the song that plays during the trailer for the song for the sh- um, movie i'm pitching tonight okay <clears throat> what is it uh people are strange people are strange when you're a stranger faces look ugly when you're alone women seem wicked when you're unwanted, streets are even when you're down. When you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange, people are strange. When you're a stranger, faces look ugly. When you're 
song fuck and um, who did that song i'm thinking of while uh, you guys were listening to that we started talking about this <laughs> on paper now that i'm looking at it horrible tribute album <laughs> to the doors called stoned immaculate okay the band you're thinking of is collective soul oh, okay yeah turn your head now baby just spit me out and days of the new did shelf in the room How'd that go? Uh, the chorus had the phrase uh, shelf in the room in it. Uh, touch, peel, and stand. I remember these names. They're actually shelf really... in the room, I think, was their first song, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, am I really going to have to look this up? Okay. Yep. <laughs> the shelf in the room. Yep. Has been Yep, that's the one. <laughs> so basically every yeah, okay, 90s alternative play. band. Yeah. She sits alone by a post. Not a big hootie fan? <laughs> More of a blowfish guy. <laughs> no, I... I says, baby... I really, uh. It's 3 a.m., I must be lonely. <laughs> you ever get really high and find yourself six tracks deep <laughs> in a Matchbox 20 album? One of my favorite lines. <laughs> what was that guy's name? I don't know. Oh, son of a bitch. But I remember you telling me that Rory I reminded you of him. Yeah, Rory Scovel, yeah. man. That guy's great. Um, yeah, but this Stone Immaculate album <laughs> has a couple gems in has it. Stone Temple Pilots doing Break on Through. I'm okay with that. Sure. But then it's Creed doing Riders on the Storm. Which... On paper sounds terrible. You're telling me it was it's, pretty it's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Train doing Light My Fire. Which I kind of like because that's one of the worst Doors songs for me. Sure. Uh, it's definitely one of the the most like commercial Doors oh, songs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So give it to Train. <laughs> right. Now that she's back in the atmosphere, oh, drops of Jupiter in her hey, 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 hey. Well, this really is a horrifying podcast <laughs> this week. <laughs> Have you met Virginia yet? Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure she's a slut. I think that's the point of that song. Uh, then probably the worst thing I could ever think of, Smash Mouth doing <laughs> Peace Frog. <laughs> Somebody once told me. No? 
I think I would have preferred if, like, Bare Naked Ladies did a cover. Yeah. And then Days of the New does L.A. Woman, and they did that song. I, I feel like that probably fits, though. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Aerosmith would love me two times. I just fucking hate Aerosmith. Really? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I 90% hate Aerosmith. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you say you have a soft spot for, uh, I can stay awake. Well, obviously. Okay. Well, it's kind of like the thing with ACDC. Like, if it's the more, like, bluesy side of their their discography, then I'm See, like, okay. I don't okay. like their bluesy stuff. Yeah. Because it sounds fake to me. It sounds like white boy blues. That's true. That one tune uh, uh, that doesn't sound like Aerosmith, but it sounds like a fucking... Led Zeppelin cover band doing an original song. Oh, like song. Dream On? Dream like On. back when they first started? I hate that fucking really? song so much. Yeah. Uh, then there were a couple of, I guess, the Surviving Doors got together mm-hmm. and did some stuff, something called Underwaterfall. I don't remember that. Yeah, track. I don't know. Then uh, the Cult does Wild Child, and they fucking nailed it. And yeah. then actually, I think the Surviving Doors for a while toured with Ian from, not you. Right. Ian from the <laughs> Cult. Um Again, not you. Right. <laughs> Different say, I, I, right. <laughs> I would have thought I'd remember that. Um, but he, he sounded a lot like Jim. Oh, good. From what I recall. But they did Wild Child. And then there was a Roadhouse rap with Jim Morrison, which I'm guessing was him like, Hey, out in the fucking stratosphere, there aren't any pickup trucks. <laughs> I really liked his role in... I'm just uh, a hitchhiker on the cosmic road to your mind. He was such a dick. I really liked his uh, his role in uh, Wayne's World too. That's good. I'm so happy I don't remember that. Uh, Roadhouse Blues, John Lee Hooker and Jim Morrison. I don't remember that, but I really want no. to hear it. William Burroughs doing a spoken word piece of "Is Everybody In?" All right. Uh, Oleander. Huh. I don't know who that is. Yeah, they were they were a '90s thing as well. Okay. Uh, Hello, I Love You. Okay. Bo Diddley doing Lover Madly. All right. Wow. I want to fucking download this album now. I don't remember hardly any of these. But I, 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 own, I owned it. I just right. don't remember any of these. Oh, then Days of the New wrap us up with the end. Okay. <laughs> the shelf in the room. Oh, I'm so good. What do we do now? Uh, director spotlight. Hey, that was the other thing that I needed to pull up earlier when I was like, "Is there something else?" You, I thought it was on YouTube though, but it's, uh, it's not. Gotcha. It it is not. Right. I sent you a bunch of shit this week. Uh, horror news, by the way. Like what? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out here in a second when I pull it up because I was unprepared as normal. Uh, let's see. I know I sent you like four things back to back. Um, yep. Uh, did you watch that short film I sent you? No, I remember you sending that. Yeah. And saying if you get a chance to watch it. It's really, really good. I was so busy watching Society. Yeah. Um, it's, it's essentially, it, it's on io9.com, which is the only place that I, I had found it. But basically it's this guy who, uh. I ki- still have the link, I just haven't, uh. He, he kidnaps it. the devil's lawyer in hopes of, like, bringing the devil forth and being the man to kill the devil. And it's, like, played very dark, like, almost like, it's like, he's, uh, like, the main character's kind of like Cajun. Mm. And th- think, like, Cajun Matthew McConaughey from True Detective. 
Okay. And you kind of have like the way he portrayed like, from, that like, character. From the Steelbook version? Yep. The one that I own? Yeah, I won. <sighs> <laughs> but you did sell your old one. I did. So I was okay with it. Um, all right, so there's a movie coming out with uh, Sid Haig and James Marsters called uh, Abruptio, maybe is how you say it. This is I did well, I did yeah that's the like puppets or, yeah 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 uh, a guy down on his luck who wakes to find an explosive device has been implanted in his neck he must carry out heinous crimes in order to stay alive while trying to identify the mastermind manipulating the now twisted and strange world world around him like okay that's a cool idea yeah but the kicker is that it is made with and we haven't seen pictures yet but from everything that I guess they've been told by the makers of the movie. Um, they are strangely and creepily lifelike puppets. So interesting. Yeah, we'll see. That reminds me, uh, Dead Silence is finally getting a Blu-ray release. Yeah, Fuck. I like that movie a lot. Which one was that? It's the movie James Wan did after Saw. Okay, with like the, the ventriloquist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's apparently getting a like a full-on Blu-ray release with special features. Okay, and cool. Which is cool. Uh, we got to see Malcolm McDowell as uh, his character oh, yeah. in, in Thirty One, yeah, which is uh, horrifying. Um, Very like French Renaissance. He's he's uh, like Malcolm McDowell dresses Marie Antoinette, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, you pretty much got it there. Um, I've got three more here. Um, the Halloween Returns movie that's coming out is apparently going to be in continuity with the original series. Yeah, and throwing out like H two O and all that shit. I so, don't. Um, I, I'm, I'm conflicted because I like Marcus Dunstan mm-hmm. and uh, his partner. Why can't I remember his name? The two writers. Yeah. And one of them is going to direct it, I believe, from what I heard. Okay. They did fee- They did the Feast movies. Right. Piranha. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, I like them, but I don't know if they're the You don't know guys if you trust them with Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. The Saw sequels, they were great mm-hmm. with, but... I just I don't know if they're the right person to hand over the. I hope they prove me wrong. Yeah, but um, yeah, if people complained about how like gory and frantic Rob Zombie's vision of Halloween right. was, yeah, you're not really backing down from <laughs> that. Uh, but please, like I said, prove me wrong. Yeah. I'm not. I don't mean to badmouth those guys. I sure. think they write great stuff. I, I just mean, don't know if it's a good fit. That's two listeners we just lost, Richie. So good job. We'll see. <laughs> My salt is worthy. <laughs> um, there's been a slew of like doc- a slew, a slew you of uh, <laughs> of documentaries. How many constitutes a slew? Like a couple is two, a few uh, is three, more than a several bundle is five or more. More than a bundle, a slew more than a bundle. Yeah. Um, Hefe, <laughs> do you know what a plethora is? <laughs> Um, no guapo. Oh god damn it! Um, they're uh, they've been making a lot of like documentaries of like the making of X cult One classic movie. A movie. slew of them. A slew of them for sure. Um, and let's see. I love that, they're, that, that this is happening. Yeah, like, I love all. I, I eat them all up. Gary Smart is behind mm-hmm. this one, but it's a, a documentary about the making and inception of Fright Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, entitled, which I love the title, entitled "You're So Cool, Brewster." Yeah, uh, um, and I'm kind of <coughs> excited. I really, that guy, Evil Ed was supposed to be at uh, Scares the Care last year, and oh, canceling. Yeah? That sucks. He's got a really interesting story 
with his life after Fright Night. Oh, really? I, I don't know if I really want to discuss it on the podcast because it's kind of like I think it's a lot of stuff he doesn't want. No. Okay. But yeah, look him up if okay. you're interested. I don't want to be the guy that perpetuated some sort of myth. But, and uh, I mean, I we'll talk about it later. I like for reasons unknown. I really like Nine Seven Six Evil. I'm I do too. Lie. I yeah. do too. Yeah, that was yeah. one of those uh, USA Up All Night movies for me. And that was uh, Robert England directed that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was his first. I believe so. Um, and then I sent you a link to Leviathan. The making of Hellraiser one and two, yes, yeah, which I finally found an order link for, and it's and, like seventy dollars. Um, yeah, probably. Okay, it's like thirty bucks UK. Yeah, so hopefully the limited edition three disc version is still available after the con because mm-hmm. I can't. No, um, I can't uh, justify no. <laughs> even to myself. Um, but it looks great. Oh, my God. It yeah. looks great. I mean, just the packaging alone. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And the fact that Hellraiser 2 is involved, which we've discussed, I think I prefer. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, less, I'm on board. There's a crazy doctor. I need a crazy doctor, <laughs> right? I need a Clive Barker crazy doctor. Um, it's true. The last link I sent you really has me interested. Oh, before you do this, okay. though, before yeah, we yeah. get off the slew, um, <laughs> the SS slew. Uh, I really love these, especially the franchise documentaries like uh, like Never Sleep Again, Never Sleep and Again, and Camp Crystal Lake Memories. Right. Um, there's also one for Scream. Okay. That was done. That was really good. Um, I wish they would do like Phantasm and yeah. Um, others. I mean, I get that they're getting like the big the big ones right. first, you know. Um, but I, mean, I would love a reanimator. Oh, absolutely. Trilogy, like extensive look. Back, like, you Which, know. you know, would be a good lead-up to when my version of Reanimator <laughs> yeah, 4 comes out. It really would. Though they could do, like, Scream. Because the documentary they did about Scream, I think it's called Still Screaming, hmm. is only available in the four-pack of Blu-rays. Right. Yep. Um, which is insanely affordable. Right. Kind of like the Saw movies. Yeah. But these all have features. Like, it's the Saw movies are bare bones. Sure. It's just the movies, which is why I hadn't picked them up yet. Because I need Carrie Always' commentary on that first one. Yeah. He's so goddamn funny. Yeah. Um, and I'm a f- special features junkie. Sure. Screen Factory, what's up? Yep. <laughs> uh, you should be sponsoring us. Maybe we should cut a Screen Factory promo. There you go. To start playing in each podcast. Right. Just to show them, like, look, we just love you. Or not or not even that. Just, like, take... Is it not enough that, like, 60% of this podcast is about Scream Factory? Well, that's what I was going to say, is just make a super cut of every time that we've sucked Scream Factory's collective dick and uh, just send it to them. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, 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 So the last thing that I was really excited about... Yeah, okay, I guess I wrapped that up, yeah. um, It's an animated anthology movie uh, called Extraordinary Tales, and it's going to be hitting theaters and VOD in October. I haven't heard about this. Uh, Extraordinary Tales offers heart-pounding takes on the telltale heart, the pit and the pendulum, the fall of the House of Usher, the facts in the case of Mr. Valdemar. And so this the, is all Poe. Yep. Okay. And the Mask of the Red Death. <laughs> a slew of Poe titles. Right, a slew. Uh, I, mm, I don't know. This is more of a bushel. Several? Um, oh. uh, with animation inspired by sources as diverse as classic Hollywood black-and-white monster films or the pulpy feel of EC Comics. Interesting. Now, the kicker. They want me to head it up. Yep. Uh, the stories are narrated by a stable of legendary genre directors and actors, including Sir Christopher Lee, Bella Lugosi, Julian Sands, Roger Corman, <laughs> and Guillermo del Toro. 
I'm sorry. And I do love this guy. Right. But that lead up to Julian Sands <laughs> yeah, yeah. is pretty damn funny. Right. The, look, I've worshipped at the altar of the first Warlock movie. I love that <laughs> oh fucking God. movie. Yeah. Did I leave that off of Childhood Horror? We might. Have I think to you do did. A, we might have to do a, like a compendium. <laughs> That's true. Horror, I could, I could easily do one. a part two. That was a big one. I'm thinking about uh, maybe I should talk about this off mic, but doing a um, at some point like maybe after the con a uh, like a bonus episode two number two uh, summer horror okay where we just discuss great movies that are movies that are great for summer right. horror anyway yeah. anyway that's all no, that inside sounds, baseball sounds great. Uh, this sounds great yeah Julian Sands is attached huh? you right. <laughs> And there's a couple screenshots here, and you can tell like like the art style varies greatly from uh, story to story. Oh, I wish they would get Magnolia. Oh yeah, like screw on head style yeah. shit. You scroll through. There's just the one up top, but oh, um, oh, that one's very uh, Sin City. Hmm. Really dig the Mask of the Red Death one there in the middle. You need to watch the Vincent Price. That's Mask probably going to be the Death. first one I watch. It's my favorite, I yeah. think. Of the Corman years, I'll probably anyway. I'll probably watch that and Mister Fibes. Look, he went to school. <laughs> he earned the doctorate. Excuse me, sorry. He's not Mister Pib. <laughs> He's Doctor Fibes. My bad. Any yeah, any horror fan worth assault knows that. Well, that's true, and those aren't Corman films, so right. <laughs> safe. All the Corman post stuff with Price, though, is really, really great. Yeah, um, It's this bizarre melding of uh, psychedelia with, like, like classic horror. It's a really bizarre, like, switchover from, like, the 60s to the 70s type of filmmaking style. You can almost see, like, the seam where it changed. <laughs> like, all, all of his, like... Uh, Title credits are very trippy and like, okay, but then it's this like old like baroque like <laughs> literature that really really good. Nice, and some of the stupid funny ones are really good too, like the Raven, right, with a young Jack Nicholson. Nice, um, but yeah, really good stuff. <clears throat> oh, I I finally went through with my mission and uh, liberated a shitload of my old VHS. You did, <laughs> you did. I saw that. Did you look at them up there? I, I looked through a few of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a wide variety there. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, Lots of Red Shoe Diaries. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, if, you, if you're following me on Instagram, for the next, like, 30 days, I'll be posting one VHS tape from my childhood that has handwritten what the movies are and uh, telling, hopefully, a little story behind them. Nice. That'd be, so, that'd be really cool. Yeah, Lono Mojo on uh, Instagram. So yeah. go there. Um, director Spotlight. Yeah, let's do it. This week is Martin Short. All right. A lot of people don't know he's done a lot of horror. Um, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, a Martin Short film. There you go. <laughs> now, our, our, uh, our specimen tonight is Mr. Brian Usna, uh, who I tweeted in hopes of getting an interview with. Yeah. So happy was I upon second viewing of the Society Special <laughs> uh, Edition uh, that I was compelled to tweet him and tell right. him how great it was and ask him for an interview. It's like, look, I bought and watched Society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard back. No, really, though, take a look at this Society Special Edition, and you would think that it's like... Um, you would think it's like 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre or like, you know. Oh, just because they pull out all the stops Night of Living on, Dead. Yeah, right. just like this incredible packaging holding two Blu-rays <laughs> and a huge comic book. And it's just great. I mean, the packaging is like Nightbreed level, if not more. Just, just smack the equipment. No yeah. help. This is a weird buzz. <laughs> Tight ship. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. That's gone. It was Ian's fault, guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, Brian Usna, who most people pair with. Uh, Damn it! With being a, a, an amazing genre producer, which he is, right? Um, he produced the the first reanimator film directed by the great Stuart Gordon. Right. We've done him, right? Yeah, we did. Yes. Um, guest of honor at last year's Scares the Care convention. Again, Scares the Care last weekend in July, Williamsburg. Do check it. it out. Go to it. We'll be there. Still don't know if we're doing what. I still don't know. Okay. <laughs> that was just for Ian. Um, I emailed him and haven't heard back. Um, I just looked up Society on Blu-ray on Amazon. It's not bad. I mean, it's $27.97. Okay, yeah. That's not, I mean, that's not terrible. Oh, it was 35 I think, because I got like next day shipping. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I bought it from a third-party seller because on Amazon it said one to two weeks delivery. Oh, and shit. I was like, I don't want to wait one to two weeks. I'll change my mind by then. Yeah, it, it still says that. One to three weeks. Yeah, so huh. I went with like CD Mars or somebody like that. <laughs> and they offered expedited shipping. So I think for me it ended up being like 35 bucks. But if you're willing to wait and have Amazon Prime, you can get it for under 30 bucks. Yeah. And it's well the fuck worth it. Um, Society. Yeah. This is his first movie in 1989. First film directed, and it's so goddamn good. And it's uh, really going to be a good... Uh, Huh? Huh? A good recast once Ian sees it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it feels like it's going to be like a dead alive, like that level fun. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was a lot of fun. That was a good <laughs> really one. Was. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, listener. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next in '89, he hit us with Bride of Reanimator. Right. And on the society commentary track with Yuzna, he admits that uh, the deal he made was to make two movies mm-hmm. in case his first one sucked. <laughs> And the deal also included that Bride of Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator was like the pitch that he made to get in the movies, right? And he insisted that that be the second one, so okay. he could at least get one done that they right. weren't expecting. Okay, that may, I mean that was smart. <clears throat> yeah, very yeah. smart, and it worked out for him because uh, both of them ended up being really, really great. Yeah, um, Bride of Reanimator, I, I rewatched not long ago, a couple weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. It had been a while. It had been a couple of years. And uh, I think we talked about this last podcast. But that movie, um, every time I watch it, it's very fresh. Uh, when I don't watch it for a while, I get in my head of thinking it's very much like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, where it's like the same re- right. like a retelling. But it isn't at all. Right. And I don't know why I always get, <laughs> get stuck in my head that it is. I'm kind of happy about it, though, because... Um, um, I'm always pleasantly surprised yeah. every time I watch it. And, uh, yeah, you've seen Bride, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen all three. And, and we talked about it because I, I kind of had the same feeling where I remember seeing all three 
but I don't really remember much from the second one. And that's not to say that it was bad. I just because I watched them in such quick su- succession, right? I didn't realize. I I, I just don't remember that much from okay. the second one. Um, Fair enough. Because I mean, there's the first one, and then he's in prison in the third one. So I mean, that's gets you into all kinds of hijinks. So, uh, yeah. One sec. I'm going to be right back with you guys. <laughs> um, I did see. Uh, one of our mutual friends, I can't remember who, posted a link to uh, this company that was making, um, like, from the original prop oh, remakes the, uh, of, like, the little hand, finger yeah. eyeball thing. Yeah. And they were, like, 400 bucks a pop or something. I was like, ah, Yeah, no. I think it's um, <laughs> Entertainment Earth, actually. Okay. That would make sense. But, yeah, it was insane. It was really good. For what it was. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also, on the to go back to society, but this is also Bride of Reanimator related, on the um, on the Society Blu-ray, they have a special feature that is all about Screaming Mad George. Okay. The Asian special effects guy. Oh. Uh, he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I knew very little about him, and I couldn't find much online uh, mm. because I would always hear, especially on Using the Stuff, uh, Beyond Reanimator and, and Bride and few other films, uh, the original reanimator. Right. They would talk about Screaming Mad George and how brilliant he was. And he was, in society, he was, well, in all of the films, he, he is the guy that handles the weird, grotesque. Okay. Not just, like, makeup effects, but, like, when you need three fingers and a thumb creature with a eyeball on top of it. <laughs> right. That's Screaming Mad George. Okay. He does that. Like, give that him that's the, his wheelhouse. Give him the surrealistic. Right. And he's, like, a huge... Salvador Dali guy and like, uh, okay. like an amazing artist in, in general. Um, but yeah, in uh, society, all of the grotesque shit was like that was his department. Nice, it's really great. And it seems like one of those one of those um, effects, you know, like makeup effects guys who who needs more credit. Sure, than he gets. <laughs> He's got a cool name, well, like, Man George, like Tom Savini. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tom Savini. You, you're probably not familiar with the name. He was a uh, He's this Italian uh, effects guy out of Pittsburgh who helped out uh, George Romeo. Is it George Romeo? I think so. With this little movie he did back in the sixties. No, no, he he wasn't involved. Look, in that. I, I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch art films. Okay, um, since when? <laughs> um, Brad Reanimator Herbert is still a badass. Of and Dan is still a pussy. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That's um, how that breaks down. Initiation, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Never got to the fourth one. No, uh, I've nope. seen one and two. I don't think I've seen the first two. Uh, the first one's kind of... Fright Rags made of shirt for it. <laughs> that gives um, it credibility. In 93, he did Return of the Living Dead 3, which is good. I like that movie it, a lot. I think it was my first... It's better than two. I, I think it was my first non-Night like Night of the Living Dead... like. Of the Living Dead movies when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. The third one? Yeah. With the naked chick with the spikes? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's not a bad film It impacted at all. me in a big way. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, also, in 93, he did Necronomicon, Book of the Dead. I'm not familiar with that. I, I mean, I assume it's a... Uh, An anthology it's film? anthology, yeah. Because yeah. he did two of the segments in it, so... Um, in 96... He teamed up with the great Corbin Burnson and brought us <laughs> The Dentist. Uh, I remember watching The Dentist. Uh, I was 
17, I guess, when that came out. And it was on HBO a lot. And uh, I was smoking marijuana by then. All right. And I loved it. <laughs> it was really, really, uh, like, what do you, like, the, what do you call it? It's not like stomach churning, but like that kind of horror where you see it and you're like, oh, a little, a little queasy. You gotta, like, look away. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the dentist. I mean, it's. Right. Uh, then, then he did a couple of Tarzan movies, I guess. Sure. <laughs> uh, a video game called The Unsolved that I'm not familiar with. Got nothing. In 98, something called The Progeny. <clears throat> I don't know that either. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, an unsuspecting woman is impregnated by aliens who are experimenting on the human population with Arnold Vosloo. Oh, okay. Um, Dark man himself. Brad Dorf is in it. All right. Um, I do love Brad Dorf. Uh, Wilford Brimley's in it. Hey, uh, yeah. I mean, it I'll might be worth a watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, in '98, he came back with The Dentist Two. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but if it's anything like The Dentist, I'm I'm in. I, I've never seen it, but this is definitely. And we've talked about this before, like I don't like yeah. VHS covers that struck us oh, yeah, as yeah. children, like when we go to rental places. Yeah. The Dentist Two is definitely one of them. That's I definitely remember that cover. It's terrifying. Sorry, I just lost my place. Um, the dentist to in '98 when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. <laughs> Let's see. I was uh, I was 11. Yeah. <laughs> I was two years out of high school. Nice. <laughs> Working at the state. I think I just started at the station. Nice. Actually. <laughs> uh, then in 2000, look, I love Brian Usna, but I can't abide this movie. I. Faust. This is... I thought it was called, like, Faust, Love of the Damned. It is. Okay. Yeah. On IMDb, it's just Faust. Um, Maybe I should rewatch it, but I remember I've got it. really not, like, actively not liking I this think, movie. I think this is the first... No, here we go. I got this movie... Chills, they multiply. I do. Um, I got this movie at the same time that I bought a two-pack of the, a couple of the Howling sequels. And that was my that was my first movie order on Amazon.com. Nice. Yeah. Um, Faust, it's a uh, – I mean – Jeffrey Combs is It's got it. Jeffrey Combs. Some weird shit ends up going down with him. Some weird shit. Um, it's based on a comic book uh-huh. that I would really love to find because it's like an independent thing and like you oh, can't right. find like – there's no like uh, collected edition of it. I mean it's all – you have to find individual issues. But they are, from what I understand, like super, like hyper violent and just—I mean, the movie, right? Um, and uh, it's easily been ten years since I've seen this movie. You need you need to revisit it. I definitely would. Um, All right, you watch full eclipse this week. Next week, I'll bring you my copy of Faust, and okay. you can watch that. Okay. Let's um, okay. Let's do that. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's it's you know how uh, the Monster Squad is the Goonies for, but not for pussies, <laughs> right? All right, Faust is Spawn, but not for pussies. Okay, yeah, I remember kind of getting that vibe from yeah. it, which I didn't know that much about Spawn either, right? But yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, then in two thousand three, come on, boys and girls, God damn it, come a little closer. I'm the reanimator. Uh, he gave us this. Don't put this on him. This isn't his fault. 
We're going to listen to the whole song. So, for the listeners, last week after we left you, he made me watch the whole video for this. You're not reanimating your feet, Ian. And I had the song stuck in my head for like three days. (laughs) (laughs) Cocksucker. (laughs) It's just that good. Yeah. Uh, In 98, Brian Usna gave us Beyond Reanimator. I love this movie. (laughs) Terrible song. But the movie is really good. Yeah. And exactly what I would want it to be. I love that it uh, the prologue picks up at the end of Bride mm-hmm. with Herbert in the old chunky glasses. Right. Uh, getting arrested and the vial, you know, on the ground. And the little kid who ends up being the stand-in for Dan Kane. Who right. I don't know why he wasn't in this movie. Well, yeah. he wasn't in prison, I guess. Right. I did miss Dan Kane. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the new partner as much. Well, he's coming back for part four. <laughs> right. Right. Thank God. Um you know what? You know what I think bu- bugs me the most about this song. <laughs> What's that? This movie was made in two thousand three. Uh-huh. This is clearly like a mid nineties, like Ace of Base era song. Wait, two thousand three? Yeah, that's what it says on nine. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I think I said two thousand eight earlier. Sorry, I didn't mean, yeah. didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, it's great. Like I, I like the direction of the film. I like. That they added a new twist to the reanimation process mm. with the spark. Right. Thing, you know? um, but more than anything, and I don't mean to take away from Brian Houston on this because I think he did an amazing job, especially shooting it in like South America. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey Combs just hits it out of the fucking park oh, in absolutely. this movie. Yeah. Uh, like he really has a hold on the Herbert West character. <laughs> To ch- just the um, enough nuanced changes uh, for Herbert to be a little older, and yeah. you know, and, and like I said last week, I think that that last scene where he finally puts on the skinny black tie and white button-up shirt and escapes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, it's just great. Yeah. And I believe this movie premiered on the Sci-Fi Channel. Really? I think so. Back when yeah. the Sci-Fi Channel was worth a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Um. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, I was going to try to keep bullshitting through the whole fucking song. Uh, after Beyond Reanimator, I'm not familiar with anything. In 04, uh, he did a movie called see. Rottweiler. I've seen, I know I've seen this cover before, and I looked at the uh, um, the quick synopsis. I mean, I I would watch it just because it seems like it's batshit and or terrible. Uh, Dante cra- travels across a desolate, futuristic Spain in search of his girlfriend, Ula. He is pursued by a bloodthirsty, cybernetic Rottweiler. That's it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Something about Brian Usna that he let loose on the uh, what? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm on the IMDb, IMDb page for this. And there's one, one user review. And it's one star. And the title is 100% Rubbish. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the first sentence is, it's quite hard to talk about a movie such as this without insulting someone or without swearing. <laughs> All right. I guess I have to see it. Uh, um, yeah, Usna, which I didn't know, apparently was like a member of a hippie commune in the 60s and did a lot of acid. Okay. <laughs> so that Oof. should explain some of his like surreal visual techniques. Um, okay. Let me back up. I was wrong. There isn't just one uh, review for this. I'm just going to read a couple of the titles okay. of the reviews, okay? Uh, 
For Rottweiler? Yes. Okay. Worth seeing for the chicken, with an exclamation point. (laughs) Confusing, but does feature the longest gratuitous male nudity sequence in memory. Fuck. Let me uh, put a star by this Uh, movie. um, Unwatchable. I hope it's Mario Van Peeble. 100% rubbish. Uh, British reviewer. And then, you know, 7 out of 10, better than most of the crap in recent memory. Yeah, 7 out of 10. So there you go. So I'll, I'll, I need to pick that one up, I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Be a good double feature with uh, Full Eclipse. <laughs> uh, and, uh, wait, do I get frontal nudity from Mario Van Peebles? No, unfortunately. <sighs> I'm going to not watch this movie. <laughs> uh, had one thing going for it. In 2005, he did Beneath Still Waters. I'm, I'm not familiar I, with that nothing. title. Uh, in 2010, a movie called Amphibious Creature of the Deep, which sounds like a working title. <laughs> um, and then uh, four years ago, he did 60 Seconds of Solitude and Year Zero. Uh, I'd like to catch up on his oeuvre. <laughs> um, I feel bad that I haven't seen anything since 03, so uh, definitely Rottweiler I want to check out. Yeah. Hey, you um, can get it uh, on Amazon for nine ninety five on DVD. Right on, yeah. Rottweiler. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Added to wish list, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his producing credits: The Reanimator, From Beyond, Dolls, Warlock. Hey, Julian Sands. Hey. Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Bride of Reanimator, The Giver. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's another big one from my childhood. Actually, is The Giver. <laughs> Mark Hamill's finest work. <laughs> Uh, Dagon, yeah, uh, we love Brian Usna. Yeah, here that we belong dead. Yes, we do. And uh, hopefully he'll he'll answer my tweet. <laughs> um, I'd like for him to. One movie we, for, we forgot to talk about that I watched this week. Oh, okay. It's uh, Dylan Dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've um, been harping on you about this movie for a while. Yeah, and I love the way that you found this movie. <laughs> It's yeah. the perfect way to to find this movie, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I was at a local Seven <laughs> Eleven, and uh, I just bought my uh, cigarette in my Arizona. Uh, you just bought one cigarette, just one. Bought a Lucy, <laughs> as as the uh, the kids call them. Prisoners. Oh, right, not, right, kids. Right, <laughs> um, and uh, they have a little like terrible. Um, uh, like cheap DVD section. Lots of, there's actually quite a few like full moon movies in there, like the Killjoy movies, and nice. you'll see a Puppet Master in there from time to time. Um, but they, I saw they recently put some Blu rays in there too. I'm like, well, fuck, I, if I, if there's a section of cheap Blu rays anywhere, I have to at least peruse. Yeah, you know? of course. And Dylan Dog was in there, and I'm like, for five bucks? All right. And you watched Sold. It. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. It's fun, right? Yeah. I love the guy that plays his partner. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. a blast. He re- kept reminding me of... Um, um, shit, why can't I remember the actor's name? Alan Tudyk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of fun. Same character from uh, Cemetery Man, yeah. which I believe we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. That was our trailer last week. It was. Okay, there we go. De la morte, um, de la mort. Right. Um, I have a Fright Rags t-shirt of that movie. Nice. Yeah. Um, Fright Rags, if you want to sponsor. Right. We're open. Um, we are fully open to sponsorship. Absolutely. The there was a time where I had almost convinced Rotten Cotton to sponsor us. Yeah. That's why the stickers are on the backs of those two chairs. 
Oh yeah, yeah on the gotcha. front of the back. Right. Uh, <laughs> They're on the chairs. Yeah, they sent us a handful of like stickers and swag. Nice. After I sent them an email saying that you know if they'd like to sponsor us, like hoping that we would be able to like tie in and like get a couple T-shirts to give away as yeah you know prizes. All it ever <laughs> led to was a handful of stickers. Nice person. They're cool. Though. I like Rotten yeah. Cotton a lot. If they want to reconsider, right? If you're listening, um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely, like you like you told me, a little a little goofier, yeah, than uh, Cemetery Man, which I, I fully expected, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon Routh needs more work. Um, <laughs> t- is it Tay Diggs? Yeah, yeah. He was he was great in it. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was great in House on Haunted Hill. You're right. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, was it Peter Stormare? Yeah. He's in it? I love Peter Stormare. Oh, absolutely. Um, the Peter Stormare is the reason that I hate Constantine. Be- because he was so brilliant as Lucifer. Oh, fantastic. And they only gave him like four minutes at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, I wanted a whole movie about him as Lucifer. Oh, absolutely. And he definitely channels that a little bit mm. in this role. Um, a little bit of like Truman Capote. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. Um, but yeah, no, it was really good. Definitely worth checking out. I I guess it's still on Netflix. I oh, don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, I know right, it right. was for like the longest time, so I assume it's still there. So check it out. Awesome. Um, what do we do now? The trailer or my song? So we come back and do the recast. Uh, trailer, recast, song, pitch. Okay. Um, in tying in with this hopeful uh, second special that I want to do with Summer Horror, yeah. Uh, for the next few months Ian and I and please write in at webelongdeadpod at gmail.com uh, your nomination not your nominations your uh, requests mm. uh, we're going to play the trailer uh, throughout the summer is going to be a great movie to watch in the summer just a really good summer horror movie uh, so this week I'm going to start it out with a Roger Corman classic um, that Shout Factory released mm. before Scream Factory was in existence they really treated Roger Corman nicely. Yeah. Uh, on Blu-ray, they've released an extensive amount of his catalog under like the Roger Corman collection. Really good stuff, and worth that kind of uh, release, I think. Uh, but this is a really, really fun movie that not enough people have seen. Uh, it's called Humanoids from the Deep, and <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. So enjoy. <laughs> Humanoids from the deep. A tidal wave of rampaging creatures surges from the dark and violent sea to conquer the earth. Maybe intelligent enough to perceive man as a competitor. Why the girls? It's my theory that these creatures are driven to mate with man now in order to further develop their incredible evolution. That's enough to scare the hell out of me. Soon the world will awake to a terrifying riptide of humanoids from the deep. We think we know where these things come from, but we have no idea how many there are. The Earth plunges into a battle for the survival of the fittest, where man is the endangered species woman the ultimate prize ah! 
place you hide, anytime you stop, they will find you. Doug McClure, Anne Terkel, Vic Morrow. Humanoids from the deep. Dick Miller is humanoids from the deep. <laughs> I, I missed that voiceover. Yeah. Um, that's a ben, ben originated that joke, by the way. We were talking about Piranha, the original. Right. And he was like, I don't know if I've ever seen the original. I was like, come on, Dick Miller? And this is before like, Dick Miller was a big deal. Right, our patron <laughs> saint. Like, yes. Uh, and Ben like, instinctively goes, oh, was the trailer like, Dick Miller is Piranha. <laughs> <laughs> So that's going to become an ongoing joke with any movie. Like, nice. Dick Miller is Armageddon. <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Uh, I'd watch it before I'd watch Armageddon. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was Humanoids from the Deep, and it's so fucking good. And if you can get the uh, Shout Factory release, it's well worth it. Yeah. features. And, uh, such a good movie. Very Jaws-like, like um, as far as like a small oceanfront town being... Right. <laughs> much like Piranha. That sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Really, really fun and stuff. And Piranha 2. <laughs> that James Cameron classic. <laughs> uh, ah. Fuck. What? I need a low pan. You do? Yeah. Well, he's one of the last ones. Okay, true. All right, we're doing Big Trouble in Little China for the recast. And here's the thing. It's not racist for me to think this. When I sit down... To a list of like 10 or 12 characters, and two of them aren't Asian. <laughs> I don't know that many Asian actors. To be honest, I don't like Asian cinema. Not a big fan of Asian horror. Mm. You brought me around a bit with I Saw the Devil. Right. And a good amount of people from that movie are in my big trouble in Little China, I right. guess. But I just don't, there aren't, there aren't really any named Japanese or, you know, Asian in general. None actors, none of them Orientals. I felt like it would be like last week when we did Dead Alive, or no, what was it? The movie we did where there was a little girl. Oh, Nightbreed. Yeah, where we were both like some little girl, right? Like I felt like all, like <laughs> eleven of the thirteen characters in Big Trouble in Little China for me were going to be some Asian dude. Yeah, <laughs> but I, you know, I called it off, and then I got a guilt trip from Ian. Yeah. And I, I stepped up to the challenge. Any horror fan worth a soul, yeah, can think. You pulled of, that line on me, and it worked. Can think of ten Asian guys he'd like to put in a movie. <laughs> You're making it sound easy. Uh, I mean, I came up with it pretty quick. Now, if you can't think of a low pan, like I know you're struggling. Yeah. When you hear mine, you're going to be like, "Fuck! Why didn't I think of that?" Because he's perfect. Well, maybe I will. Okay, maybe you will. <laughs> maybe you will. Maybe I will. Yeah, maybe. It's doubtful. Alright. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Checks in the mail. Where do we want to start? Jack Burton? That's... <laughs> I think we should probably start from the bottom, work our way up. Okay, fine. Low pan. Yep. <laughs> uh, Margo? Yep. <laughs> hey. uh, I went with Kristen Wiig. No shit. Yeah. So did I. Really? Yeah. See? That's fucking teamwork. <laughs> She'd be great. Yeah. 
and she would actually bring something to the character, unlike right. whoever the fuck played her in the original. Right. I'm going to get tweeted. Ugh. hate this. Uh, cool, we both had <laughs> Kristen Wiig. That's, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, you want to do the three guys next? Uh, let's do Mao Yen. Wang's girl. Mao Yen? Okay. Yeah, because she didn't really contribute much right. to the movie True. itself. Um, <clears throat> for me, I like she would have to contribute a little more, mm-hmm. because I actually like this actress, and she's also stupid hot. Uh, Maggie Q. Okay, yeah, you. Uh, I know her. Yeah, yeah she was. Uh, she was in Mission Impossible Three, which is the only Mission Impossible movie you need to watch. Um, thank if you, you Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, oh, was he the villain in that? Yeah, he did a fantastic job um, as per usual. Um, Rest in peace. She was. Uh, she's in the um, Nikita show. Like the okay, film. yeah, yeah. Um, she's really really cool. Uh, she's got some. Fairly substantial, like martial arts chops, and um, did I mention she's really hot? <laughs> I, think, I think you may have mentioned hot. that. Um, how about you, uh, Rosario Dawson? Okay, <laughs> some <laughs> Asian chick. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, for Miao Yan, or as Wang says, Miao Yang. <laughs> uh, I went with Bai Ling. Okay. Because that's an For Asian actress that you that know. You went with. No, she's hot. She was great in Sin City. Right. Um, she's a hot Asian actress. What else do you need for Meow Yen? It's not racism, guys. <laughs> uh, I swear. Yeah. Um, uh, where were we? Eddie? Sure. Uh, uh, I like Eddie a lot. He's yeah, me too. He's always been one of my favorite characters. He's the unsung hero. I'm, I'm normally partial to the comic relief in a, in a sure. film. Sure. So. Uh, but I went with, um, and here's the point where I start horribly mispronouncing names. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to happen. Moo Seung Choi. Okay. Who played the cannibal in uh, I Saw the Devil. Okay. His friend that he sure. goes to take refuge yeah. with. All right. Refuge. Yeah, refuge. Yeah. yeah. Not refuse. Refuse. Um, <laughs> he goes to take garbage with. Um, uh, yeah, he's kind of a chubby. Sure. <laughs> Asian actor. <laughs> Uh, you're never picking the movie again. Either. And I mean, <laughs> if we learned anything from his role in I Saw the Devil, yeah. we know that he can play the comic relief cop in... Uh, <laughs> in, in Big Trouble in Little right. China? obviously. <laughs> he's a cop? Yeah. <laughs> um, in the remake, he's going to be a cop. Right. Um, mine yeah, was, this is part of why we're doing this, is it's topical. Right. Because there's a remake in the Oh, works. yeah, we probably yeah. should have mentioned that yeah. already. But yeah, they're remaking it, supposedly. Um and uh and carpenter in his normal fashion was like well i'm not involved if they pay me enough i will exactly, be yeah. <laughs> right um and i hate to see him with that attitude and everything but at the same time i get it yeah <laughs> yeah you can't hold shit precious right you know well and he's being honest about it yeah you know he's like oh artistic integrity i mean if they give me a big enough check then yeah. yes i will be involved it really irritates me in interviews with john carpenter now because he's he's just such an angry <laughs> he seems really bitter to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't like that because I love everything he's done. Yeah. Even uh, Starman <laughs> to an extent. I went with uh, Chow Yun-Fat. Okay. Just because, you know, cop. And he's he's done some comedic roles. And mm-hmm. he could kind of fill, the, fill that spot, I think. Okay. That's it. <laughs> uh, where to? Boys? You want to just uh, take out the... Thunder, light, rain, lightning? Sure. Okay. 
Um, go ahead. Uh, for lightning, I have Tadanobu Asano. Yep. Who played Kakahara, Ichi the Killer. Okay. I need to rewatch that. I haven't seen it's that so in a good. long, long time. It's so good. It's so much less disturbing than uh, Audition. Right. <laughs> Which really... Audition made me terrified of women. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um... All right, do you want? Let's just roll through. All okay, three. for rain, I went with uh, Nao <laughs> Omori, okay, who, who played Ichi, okay, Ichi the Killer. Gotcha. Um, for Thunder, who is the main one? Yeah, I went with uh, who John, blows up for no reason. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I went with John Lone. Okay. From um, The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. Okay. He played, um, um, what's his name? Genghis Khan? Uh, Shiwan Khan. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, actually. I love actually. that movie. I really do. Shout Factory just put it out not long ago. Nice. Um, yeah, I like that movie a lot. Um, all right. Well, I got uh, Lightning mm-hmm. is uh, Rick Yoon, who... Has played a lot of just Asian villains. Uh, younger guy. Um, I'm sure you haven't seen Ninja Assassin. Uh, he's the main baddie in that. Um, I believe he was in the like Japanese Fast and Furious one, to- Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Tokyo Drift. I think he was like the baddie in that. I don't know. I never seen it, but um, he's got the look for it. Uh, Rain is Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen is kind of a, a legend. As far You're as telling me. he's like, he's like the should should be on like Jet Li, Jackie Chan level. I could like agree celebrity. more. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, what would you know that he's been in? Um, all right, Blade Two. Okay. All right, you know the Asian guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the the guy with the katanas. Like the, yeah, that was yeah, his only yeah. weapon. That's Donnie Yen. Yeah. Okay. He's really badass, and I, he he'd do good. All right. Um, and then Thunder, obviously, you want like bigger name if you're going to have big names in in the in the three threesome there. Um, Jet Li, yeah, okay, yeah, makes sense, yeah. Uh, Gracie, sure. This is probably the one I'm happiest with. Okay, I get so encouraged when people I don't know like something on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rosario Dawson. No, I feel like I got her name wrong. Though. Let me double check. How are you doing? Hey, <laughs> and, you know, just trying to do a podcast. <laughs> How's that working out for you? <laughs> just sitting over here, all prepared. You know, oh, internet, you are so good. <laughs> all right, well, you know her, so if I got the name wrong, right, you let me know. Uh, my Gracie Law would be Mal- Malin Ackerman. Okay, I think it's. I think it's Malin. Malin? Okay. Yeah. Uh, from Watchmen? Yeah. Silk Spectre 2? Oof. Yeah. Silk Spectre 1? Oof. Yeah. Garlic. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I think she would do great. Sure. Yeah. 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 And it would be, uh, well, I'll get to that later. But, yeah, I like her, and I haven't really seen her in enough stuff. I think the only thing I know her from is Watchmen. Right. Um, but she was really good in it. Yeah, she's had smaller roles in, like, comedy. She's in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Can we talk about how good Watchmen is? 
I really yeah, fucking like that I movie. I love The Watchmen. I mean, yeah. I love the graphic novel. Sure. Um, and I'm not angry about the movie at all. <laughs> I thought it was great. I think the people who are angry are either A, Alan Moore, <laughs> because when is he not angry? He's cursing them. And uh, the people who think that Alan Moore is the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Um, so, you know. Is he not? Bo- both groups should get over themselves. Um Alan Moore needs to stop pretending like he's not the guy on the cover of Aqualung. Right. <laughs> Which leads me to my song this week. <laughs> Aqualung, a cover by Alan Moore. Oh. Hey, me. <laughs> that might be the funniest thing I've ever said on this show. It's always good when you can crack yourself up. <laughs> really like, is. you know what? I am fucking hilarious. Thank you. You know, this, re- this uh, fucking pitch is going to go horrible, but guys, remember that one little joke. <laughs> remember that joke that made you chuckle and us laugh hysterically. Uh, it was great. You're just not as high as we are. That's true. Um, I went a little too obvious on mine, I think. I think I like your choice better, but I went with Scarlett Johansson. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, I love her. So I mean, <laughs> I, I love her anyway, and then she's played like the precocious yet determined reporter before. Right. So, you know, she can make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just want to see her sloshing through a sewer. <laughs> Is that wrong? All right, we're down to the top four for me. Yeah. Uh, let me play the song. That All right. You want to talk about terrible songs from movies, man? The 80s fucking had it. Did you ever hear City of Crime, the Dragnet theme song that Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the Coupe de Vils featuring Johnny Carpenter on vocals. All right. With Big Trouble in Little China. This should have been my song this week. It should have been. Way to go. I just want to get to the... Here we go. Take us away three times. What are you talking about, John? Where? Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Clears it up. All right, top four. Egg Shen. Who you got? I got Min Sik Choi. Okay. The villain from uh, I Saw the Devil. Okay. Or from Old Boy. Yeah, Old Boy. Old Boy, Boy, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That'll work. He's an Asian actor. (laughs) He's a disheveled Asian actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's hard to to recast. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but that guy was so good. He's and then in Prince of Darkness. Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> That's like your lead up to Julian Sands. Right. <laughs> hey, now. Hey. Hey. Um, yeah, that guy was amazing. His, um, uh, when he's given the tour. Yeah. <laughs> kills me. Uh, uh, who do you who who do you who who do you, who do you, who, do you, who, do you, who uh, Jackie Chan? Okay, I, I I feel like he would have a lot of Super fun with that cool. role. Look, there's only so many Asian actors. I went with uh, Bruce Lee <laughs> and Jason Lee. With, That's my low pan, Jason Lee. I went with Brand. Oh. <laughs> oh. No one in your family ever lived to see a sequel. Oh goddamn. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I like both of our choices. Yeah. Um, Wang. Okay. I went with Jay Chow. Okay. Who played Kato in the Green Hornet? 
Okay. He's really good. Yeah. And this isn't just some Asian guy. I actually gave one a, a little more thought. Yeah. I think he would do a really good job because uh, he's he is Asian. But I look, I like the Green Hornet movie. I know everybody else in the world hated it. I think it's a lot of fun. I need to watch it from beginning to end because yeah. I've seen a lot of pieces. Your man is in it as the villain. He is. Uh, Christoph. Christoph Waltz. Is Who in I have as Lopan. Okay, well that makes sense too. I am Asian. But yeah, Jay Chow, he, he was really, really good as Kato. So, uh, yeah. so get off my dick. <laughs> get on my dick. I mean, with a Decker mask. <laughs> Please. If you're worth your salt, you'd be on my dick. <laughs> Who do you have for Wang? Uh, for Wang, I have... Now, this is where I get to the point where I'm butchering names. Byung Hun Lee. Oh, yeah. From I Saw the Devil. Oh, the main guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And he's also Storm Shadow in, in the G.I. Joe movies. He's been a couple other flicks. You know, I didn't hate that first G.I. Joe movie. I, you know, I didn't I see did the first the second one. one. I saw the second one. It was okay. No, you can't do away with Destro. Like, Yeah. We didn't see the first one. Right. So you were waiting the entire movie for Destro to become Destro, because up until then he's just the Scottish he, dude. He's... Uh, Chris Eccleston, right? Yeah. Okay. And he's great. great. But as a kid in the eight, who grew up in the 80s, I'm like, where's the fucking... Where's Destro? You finally get Destro in the last, like, three minutes of the movie. Right. Cobra Commander's like, guess what, bitch? Mask. Right. Your name's now Destro. And you're like, mind explodes. Wasn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, he was Cobra, Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> um... And then, but you get like it's it's literally forty five seconds at most, right? Of a, a glimpse at Destro, right? And then at the beginning of the sequel, they <laughs> he's done, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, is no doesn't don't they like <laughs> no. break out and and Cobra Commander like just nods and like says that he's a failure and walks out mm-hmm. or something to that effect? Okay, pretty much. Yeah, uh, the Baroness doesn't come back in the sequel, which is a shame because Sienna Miller. That first one's really good, man. I'm telling you. Uh, wait, I'm not done thinking about Sienna Miller. Hold on. I uh, actually almost went with her for um, Gracie. <laughs> yeah, I I need to think about her. Well, I don't need to think about her anymore. But I need to think about that her for a recast. Right. Hey, don't knock it, man. Um, but yeah. So, Byung Hun Lee needs more work. I mean, I'm sure he's getting it, but I just want him to be in more shit. All right, Lopan. All right. Um. You're going to just smack yourself in the face when you hear mine. Probably. Um, Lopan. Uh, the guy that played Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat. Okay. <laughs> Best I got. I, I can't replace James Hong. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't really necessarily want to. But and this wasn't out of laziness, guys. I really put thought into Because all the other ones came pretty quickly for me once I, once I got in the mindset. Right. But I, I just I killed myself over Lopan, and I, I can't. I can't. Figure I think it out. I'm the most proud of my Lopan, of anyone. Bill Murray. Yep. All right. You All ready? Right, who you got? And I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but you'll know who it is. Ken Jeong. From <laughs> no, no. from Community. No. And uh, no. yeah, absolutely. No. Come on. No. Uh, come on now. I thought we were taking these recasts seriously. <laughs> 
Ken Jeong. I don't. I, I don't see it. This is the first time I think I've ever really had, had this with you. All right. I don't. I don't. Mm. I mean, maybe like downplaying his kookiness <laughs> a little bit. But you know, the original character is kind of high pitched and weird and quirky True. and. I mean, what's it going to be? <laughs> I ain't got all night. He will. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll come around. Okay, I'm you already. Will. I'm already. Am, I already am a little bit. He would have to play it like because I've recast like um, like comedy actors and stuff, right? But it's always with the caveat of like they can't. This is their role. Is like like Will Ferrell, but he's not playing right. a Will Ferrell character or Jim right. Carrey. Like when he stopped doing his silly shit, right? When his face wasn't made of rubber. Right. Right. Which I loved the number 23. I still like that movie a lot. Yeah, I dug it. Good. Yeah. I know a lot of people that didn't. Those people can burn in hell. Right. Well, yeah. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Right. Jack Burton. I I feel like I went a little obvious on mine. You probably did. Yeah. But who you got? I brought two star-crossed lovers from Watchmen back together. Okay. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. All right. Of Dead and Breakfast. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Why not? Okay. I think he could pull it off. And he's kind of in a place where um, Kurt Russell was at, at that time in his career, playing kind of heavies in mm-hmm. action movies. Um, but he has the comedic chops. And sure. I think that he could pull off the ridiculous sarcastic I'm actually a sidekick and right. a hero right and, and pretty well. fully unaware of it yeah um feeling pretty invincible yeah um yeah I really loved him in The Losers I did too I love yeah. that movie yeah. I haven't read the, the comic book but I've got uh, him if you, if you I've got the whole run is it good yeah, yeah yeah it's really good I wish they would continue the movies mm. the guy from Lost Boys is the bad guy so who was the bad guy? What can I remember? He was just like a spook, like a CIA spook who was like orchestrating. No, but I mean, who played him? I can't remember the Didn't the he guy have like who a fucked up hand. Yeah, the yeah. guy who plays uh, Michael in Lost Boys. <laughs> was that? Really? And who takes over for Keanu Reeves in Speed <laughs> Two? <laughs> I wouldn't know that. I haven't seen Speed Two. Um, if you don't have Dennis Hopper the, in your sequel, I'm dude, not. The great Willem Dafoe flick. Mr. Cheese on Cheese himself. Speed 2? Yeah. He was in that? He's the main villain. Is he? Really? Yes. Okay, I'll watch Speed 2. Yeah, you two should probably now. watch it. All right, yeah. <laughs> um, i got to find this guy's name. Um, what's that terrible? Oh, Lost Boys. <laughs> hey, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to tell you what good horror is. Right. And Lost Boys ain't. Right. You're more of an interview with a vampire type of guy, right? <laughs> no, that would be you. Oh, Jason Patrick. Yeah. 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 He was Michael. I totally forgot about that. Let's see what uh, he was in a terrible movie. Was he? Uh, well, <laughs> I agree. I think it was like right after Lost Boys. Hold on. It's, it's sad that that's like his top built movie. Um. Solar Babies. <laughs> do you know that one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's great. Hold on. 
Hold on, listeners. In Hold a, on to your butts. In a future in which most water has disappeared from the earth, we find a group of children, mostly teenagers, who are living at an orphanage run by the despotic rulers of New Earth. I wasn't going to continue, but I have to at least read this next sentence. The group in question plays a hockey-based game on roller skates and is quite good. Dick Miller is Solar Babies. <laughs> oh, That's God. Good. Oh, um, going back to uh, Scares the Care, did you see Joe posted an announcement yesterday, I think, saying that he's in talks with somebody really big? Yeah. But if it goes through, it's going to be, like, big. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. You think it's Toby Hooper? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. You think it's Dick Miller? I think it's a rep from... Uh, Fangoria? No, uh, from Scream Factory, so we can... Oh, yeah. Just, I'm like, sure. actually fillate them, like, in person. <laughs> and be like, please give us... I have such a love-hate relationship with those people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so so uh, my... my uh, What's his name again? Lopez. <laughs> My Jack Burton. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. We're still on the recast. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I just love mine so much. I don't really care. I Again, I feel like it's a little obvious, but I just love this guy, and he can do no wrong so far. Kurt Chris, Russell? Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. 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 I just saw uh, Lost World. It was fun. You know, I can't believe I didn't come to Chris Pratt because for a sh- for a short while I was thinking Tyler Labine. Okay. And then I started thinking because to me Tyler Labine is like the chubby Chris Pratt, <laughs> right? And, yeah. And okay. In Orange is the new black. They have a guy who plays like the electrician mm-hmm. who's a melding of the two. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was like, because I really like Tyler Labine, but I was like, I don't, I don't think he could really no. pull it off. But there's got to be somebody. I don't know. I can't believe Chris Pratt didn't pop. That's a good. That's. A, and that's good for box office. Absolutely. Yeah. Burt Mackland. <laughs> I uh, got wrapped into a rabbit hole of all the bloopers from Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec on right. YouTube the other day. He's so goddamn funny. I, uh, I found uh, – my girlfriend and I are huge Ron Swanson fans, mm. as, as everyone should be. <laughs> And the the episode where uh, was it Snake Juice where Aziz's character <laughs> yeah, had yeah. and and Ron gets drunk and starts dancing but yeah. it's only for like five seconds. I found a YouTube video that is that just that segment looping that. for like ten hours <laughs> straight, that, yeah. and uh, I've posted that around quite a few times. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, uh, I'm going to give everybody a little taste of my musical choice before they actually play the song just because I don't think a lot of people are familiar with the brilliance that is Unknown Henson. Well, I told you any damn idiot can make that racket. There ain't nothing to that mess. There ain't a damn thing to it. Let's 
It takes talent to play country western. It don't take no damn talent to play that mess. I mean, a damn 15-year-old punk can do it. That's unknown Hanson. Here's his views on romance. Romance? I love it. I can't believe you're pregnant again. But I don't waste no time of getting on down there to it, baby. No, no. My approach with a woman is direct. I will go out and buy us a bottle of party liquor and pour me and her a drink, you know. Party and then I liquor? might say something like, Kiss me, baby. Or uh, show me your breasts. <laughs> or uh, let's me and you have us some safe sex. Right now! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woman's likes that. I can't believe you're pregnant again. There's a ton of unknown Henson on YouTube. <laughs> uh, he's the voice of early Kyler on the Squidbillies uh, Adult Swim show. Uh, I I found him before Squidbillies. It took me a few episodes in to realize who it was. I picked up this album at Best Buy years ago, uh, solely based on the cover. It's this like pompadoured, uh, mutton chopped vampire in rockabilly like gambler garb and lightning like a fucking Metallica album cover coming down. Uh, and it was like six bucks. <laughs> and I just grabbed it, and I fucking fell in love. Um, he's amazing. He's the only uh, vampire country and western troubadour. Uh, he also happens to be a hell of a musician, and this is the first track I ever heard from him, and it's fucking great and hilarious. It's called Hippie Girl, so enjoy Unknown Henson. I don't normally do this kind of mess, but I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> Bell-bottom jeans and halter-talk Kicking a ride by the road, nothing looked finer She was studying philosophy at the college down the road I said, baby, is that your major or your minor? She said, you got me for change I said, hell no, get a job I sing country songs for a living And I don't like that hippie mess But I like the way you dress What kind of payment for this ride are you giving? Socrates and old Van Gogh and how she loved wise man's that made her think. Then she offered me some wine from a little leather pouch. I said, hell no, party liquor's all I drink. She said, you want to turn on? I said, turn on what? The radio, the wipers, or the air conditioning. She said, drive out into the woods. I got some herb and man, that's good. I could tell she was propositioning. Yeah. How about some free love, baby? 
Hippie Girls Free Love. Give it up. She lit a cigarette. It smelled like burning leaves. I coughed my guts out. Parked underneath the tree. Hey, hey, put that damn thing out, baby. Let's go. I heard the Star Spangled Banner played like never before. Some kind of fuzzy, distorted guitar sound. Then she done a hippie dance on the hood of my Cadillac While I got sick and crawled around on the ground She took a headband from her hair and then she lassoed me She pulled me close and she felt soft and warm Then she said, it's getting late, it's almost curfew time Would you mind giving me a ride back to my dorm? What the hell, little hippie girl? How about some free to love, baby? But I'll sure take some hippie girl free love. That's right. I ain't taking no drugs. But I'll sure take some hippie girl free love. Think about it. You got a boyfriend, baby. He got long hair. Which dorm does he live in? What's his name? Mm, sunshine. Yeah. Yep. That was goddamn amazing. Unknown fucking Henson, man. That was some I'm delicious you, shit. He's where it's at. So many great songs, man. Uh... I cleaned out a room in my trailer for you. <laughs> uh, your man is gay. Uh, I ain't afraid of your husband. Oh, God. Polyurethane. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites. I make faces when I make love. Uh, I should have played I make faces when I make love. Oh, God. Foggy windows. There's comes between us again. <laughs> I might uh, I might play another unknown Henson as the out- outro for this for this episode. I just love him so much. Oh man! But yeah, "Hippie Girl" was the first song I ever heard, and uh, <laughs> from there on out, it's just he's amazing. See, I, I actually had to pull up IMDb because I thought for a second that he did a voice on uh, Harvey Birdman. Oh yeah, did you ever watch that? Yeah, yeah. That's actually probably one of my favorites uh, of the old Adult Swim gang. It's a good one. But uh, do you remember Devlin? He's yeah. like the evil Knievel ripoff. Like he sounds a lot like <laughs> like him, but uh, fractured ass. Uh, but uh, no, it's some other guy that does his voice. But bummer, yeah, bummer. So what else do you have to stall with before you have to do your? Uh, you know your what? Pitch? Let's play a couple more unknown Henson songs. <laughs> How about this one? Put down that some bitchin' phone. <laughs> Uh, pitch time, right? Time to pitch. Okay. You got your clock ready? Who's stalling now? <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your theme again? 
probably I'm the Man by Joe Jackson. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with it. I nope. can play it for you. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anything's going to top the uh, Reanimator. Tour. <laughs> you're probably right. I don't know if anything's going to top that uh, Goldilocks. <laughs> All right. Telling that I had. So for the listeners who came in late, which I don't know if that's a thing you can do with podcasts. Um, Ooh, <laughs> um So the uh, the idea that Richie has to uh, formulate an entire movie. Get ready to be let down again, <laughs> listeners. Possible franchise um, is uh, there is a global outbreak of some sort that is decimating the population. Cannot be zombies because that shit's tired, yo. Um, and uh, there has to be some sort of uh, very obvious physical sign of right. said affliction. Um, Let me get my theme song ready. Okay. That's about right. All right. I'm going to let everybody down while a song called I'm the Man plays. <clears throat> Or doesn't play. <laughs> this is a great song. You know Joe Jackson? Any song that makes you bite your lip and, and yeah. nod you know your head. You that song, Is She Really Going Out With Him? Yeah. Yeah, that's Joe Jackson. Oh, okay. Is she really going out? This is a great tune. I'm the man. Okay. Alright, when you say go. I'm just trying to get to the chorus because I, I just need a fix. Alright. You just keep saying I'm the man. It's fucking great. It's all you need. Anybody listening to this is like, thank you for that little booster there. As you're driving, <laughs> driving some crazy <laughs> tractor. Are, are you? Are you driving or are you double fist and jerking off uh, some dudes? Well, I mean, it depends. Is Scream Factory involved? <laughs> or Clive Barker? I don't know if I have enough hands for Clive <laughs> Barker's meatiness. I pictured uh, Clive Barker's cock smelling like like a Sasquatch stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that can't be flattering. Don't you? I haven't really delved that deep into... Lies. How that would work. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to play the song that is going to be in the trailer in the background for this. It's a Geico. You can't skip this Geico ad because uh, over. Geico. Commercial. Okay. The plays in the corner. Good pick. Look, any funding we can get. Okay. So the trailer uh, is going to be like two minutes long, and it's this song, which we already heard earlier. Mm. But this is tiny term. Tiny term. <laughs> Tiny Tim's cover of it. Um, and the trailer is going to be very much like the Crazies remake trailer. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember the trailer for okay. it. Well, look it up. Okay. Um, go. Let's do this. And go. We got a minute and a half? Yep. This is a worldwide outbreak. It is. In which people become their biggest fear. Okay. Um, of course, if you're afraid of heights or something like that, it's it's your 
a fear of yours that can uh, be um, personified. Okay. Like if if your legitimate if vampire movies legitimately scare you, mm-hmm. this affliction causes you to become a vampire. Or if if I may, or uh, if you have like a more legitimate fear, like a uh, fear of spiders, you turn to some grotesque spider yes. person. Okay. Yes. It affects everyone differently. It has something to do with your pineal gland. Ooh, getting scientific. Um, <laughs> I've just seen From Beyond a lot. <laughs> and I knew you hadn't, so I right. thought I could throw that out there. Yeah. The medulla oblongata. Okay. Um, <laughs> I wish I had pencils to break. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that... that You're really um, investing some pens. It's that um, like endocrine system type situation in your brain that actually... Uh, is making this happen? Okay, it's it's a drug. It's it's a batch of LSD. Okay, um, so infecting the entire populace. Then, well, I'm glad you asked. Okay, um, a terrorist organization. Okay, um, so like, like dead like, air, like a um, no no like a like a cobra style <laughs> terrorist organization not like ISIS not not something real so like the weather dominator but not right. lame right. yeah yeah uh, and a lot like in the G.I. Joe movie when Cobra Commander started turning into a snake man <laughs> right once was a man oh my god once was a man if you're scared of snakes that's what happens there you go um <laughs> so basically this outbreak turns you into uh, He-Man villains yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, and it's spread with uh, just simple crop dusting planes. Okay. Um, it starts It starts in America and then spreads. Okay. Um, because they have operatives in every country. Sector of yeah. the earth. Okay. Um, so yeah, people start, and and it's it's not just in your mind. You you actually physically start transforming into whatever this hideous thing is. Okay. Um, we we might have to get Rick Baker to come out of retirement. I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> Any excuse to get him out? Yeah, because it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, there's gonna be a lot because because we're not going with just zombies or whatever. Right. We're, like almost every person is gonna be something different. I'm okay with it. Um. So yeah, that's that's okay. That's the movie. So I have questions. I'm sure. I was hoping because <laughs> we've got two minutes left. Uh, now, I did too good. Now, is there a uh, an element? Have of you th- noticed most of my pitches involve drugs? I, I've I've noticed a, a theme. Yeah. Um, now, is is there a sector of humanity that is either immune or just hasn't been infected with it that is trying to survive this this world? Uh, Um, no, there's no one immune to it, but people start catching on. There are underground groups of survivors, um, who are trying to, and of course, like, uh, most of the governments in, in these countries take shelter in an underground bunker. Okay. Uh, and are trying to figure out, but the majority of the population of Earth of just you know blue collar, me and you, right? You know, get affected okay. in a big way. Now, the people who are infected, do they immediately turn hostile? 
no one uh no one actually um well dep- depending on your fear right um but it's more of mass chaos because okay you're too terrified of what's happening to you to really be hostile toward anyone else, but that causes crazy panic. Sure. Um, and a lot of and people riots. just snap. Because, oh, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's not like the spider-human hybrid person like eats people as a spider because he's becoming a spider. It's just that he's gone fucking insane because of what has happened to him. Right, but anyone that that spider person comes in contact with won't know that won't know that he's not hostile okay gotcha because he's a giant fucking spider monster right okay um and eventually the fear takes over uh through i would say maybe a matter of days Mm -hmm. to where your mindset becomes that of whatever your fear is so that spider monster will eventually become hostile okay but it's not immediate there's an agonizing what the fuck is happening to me phase that stretches over days. So we want to make people suffer as much as possible. Definitely, right. yeah. Okay. We don't. Cobra does. Right. <laughs> Cobra. Um, all right, now. I'm uh, waiting for the question that brings up the twist. Oh. Well, we'll get there. Okay. Um, now, the thing that's going to save this pitch. Has, uh, has, any, has anyone come out and taken responsibility for this attack? Um, yes. And have I told you about my idea for a music video for the Rob Zombie song, Jesus Frankenstein? No. Okay. Rob Zombie has a song on Hellbilly Deluxe 2 called Jesus Frankenstein. Okay. It's a song I love, but I, and I don't know what it's about, so I created my own idea. Okay. Of, uh, let me actually change this. Um, and we're officially over time, but who cares? Okay. Um, Five minutes is the minimum. Jesus Frankenstein, in my head, is a guy who became a ruling despot dictator in a not-too-distant future um, in in World War III. Okay. And he's very much a classic, like, uh, graphic novel-style villain. Capes and very Nazi-inspired. Okay. Huge banners with his logo and huge crowds of people coming to listen to him on a little balcony. Right. Not subtle at all. Like a... like um, pink in uh, the wall. Like, okay. So yeah, thought yeah, my right. Like that All whole right. like sure. thing. Uh, it's his final days, and he's in a bunker, atoning for his life. Okay. Throughout this song, this is not the movie. This right? Is no, the, no, yeah. But it's in the bunker, and you see, like you, you feel like uh, you know, mortars and shit going off, and the bunker shakes and right. dirt falls through and he's obviously in his last days uh uniform ripped and and he's recounting his life as a dictator and we see like you know like nazis like the footage of them like goose stepping down the fucking road with him there you know anyway i want to implant this guy jesus frankenstein and his name is jesus frankenstein okay and that's the name he gave himself um, and a lot of his rise to power was the fact that he um, mastered reanimation in dead, in dead bodies. Okay. Hence, Jesus Frankenstein. He's our savior. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> so anyway, he's... The idea for this movie is that this guy that I have a music video idea for, <laughs> this is his 
story. Okay. Essentially, this is where World War Three started. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Now, is that the twist, or is the twist something no, else? No, the twist is that mm. our government, after... Because they, they, they only have enough to do, like, one run-through on each continent. Right. Of this. And while it impacts a lot of people, once it's all out of the air system, obviously you're not going to want to drink the water right. for years. Right. Um, the people who did survive are able to come back up, and it's now like a world where grotesque monstrosities are a, day, a way of life. Gotcha. Where, almost like Walking Dead, where it's become like, oh, we have to go kill zombies. Right. Like, this is just a way of life. You leave your house, you might be attacked by a spider monster. Gotcha. And it sucks. One guy that survived is a fellow by the name of Snake Plissken. Ha! <laughs> All right. Played by Mr. Russell. This is the continuation, babe. This is not a remake or a reimagining. This is Escape from Part 3. So, basically, at the end of L.A., mm-hmm. where Plissken turn, takes us back to the Dark Ages. Yeah. Jesus Frankenstein, that's where he... That's when he rises to power. He's like, yep. this is my chance. They, they won't be able to take down crop-dusting planes right. in major cities yep. because they don't have the technology. Okay. Well, by now, the blackout has been fixed. Oh, okay. But during it, I mean, there were, it was years. Right, sure. And during it, he was able... This is when he was able to get all of his background all right. set up and ready to strike. Now, here's the question. Yes, Paul Giamatti does play the president. Okay, good. All right, yeah, good. Um, uh, well, I guess we're going to need Pliskin. Okay, two questions, actually. Do we bill it as an Escape from L.A. sequel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He- here's one thing I would like to I mean, it's to called do. Escape from the World. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. All right. I would love to see a movie that absolutely turns us on our heads. Like, not just a, oh, here's a twist ending. Mm-hmm. But like... Oh, like a movie... Like, th- if this movie were actually getting made, but right. none of the publicity showed Snake or mentioned that right. he was involved. Right, exactly. That would be pretty bad. I would just like to see anybody do something like that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, that would be pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse Ventura plays Jesus Frankenstein's, like, top bodyguard. Okay, so who is Jesus Frankenstein? The actor? Yeah. Um... In a perfect world, unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but right. my template has, has always been Raul Julia. Okay. And a lot of it has to do with M. Bison. <laughs> but it's that kind of pageantry and, like, okay. pompous nature and arrogance that, that Jesus Frankenstein has. All right. Um, now, if I kill him, will his suit give him CPR and bring him back to life? <laughs> no, Jesse Ventura will. Okay, okay. That's right, McMahon. And it's Jesse Ventura playing Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. can he play anyone else? <laughs> um, How does Jack White play into this movie? <laughs> you know, honestly, bad casting. Uh, we've never really seen him as an actor, but I wonder how Rob Zombie would do. I mean, back when I did... He wrote the song. Right. I mean, back when this I... This may not be what he meant. <laughs> when I did one of my favorite... I mean, not to toot my own horn, but when I did one of my favorite pitches with where he was like the eccentric billionaire... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and he's like clean shaven, and like, yeah, like, you know, looks like a tycoon of some sort. Like, I'd like, I'd love to see Rob Zombie do some actual acting. Yeah. Who else could play Jesus Frankenstein? I'm actually not too uh, upset with this pitch, to be honest with you. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> be. I like it. Maybe I Dick see Miller. 
Dick Miller is Jesus Frankenstein. Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, my pet Did monster. Did you see where uh, his widow, Anita? Yeah. Yeah. Did we already talk about yeah. that? Yeah. Well, not on the show, but but we're doing a road trip yeah. to Colorado. Yeah. Anita Thompson wants to turn uh, Hunter's Compound in Woody Creek into a tourist attraction, a museum. Right. Fucking A. I mean, I really don't need an excuse to go to Colorado. I fucking <laughs> love it out there. Uh, so. I mean, they just keep throwing excuses at right. me. And fucking, <laughs> that's where Hunter lived. Right. I, I wanted to try to make a pilgrimage to Woody Creek Tavern to meet him. Right. And, like, get tased by him or something. Sure. Um, the fact that my all-time hero lives there yeah. was enough. And then they legalized weed. Right. Well, no, then he died, and they had the cannon, the huge Gonzo Fist cannon up for months. Right. Never got out for that. Then they legalized weed. Right. Now they're this museum thing. It's like they're speaking right to me. Right. Like, why aren't you living here? Well, really, like, I've had this conversation with a lot of people. If it wasn't for that, I'd be so far away from every single person I know. I would be out in, like, Colorado or even, like, Wyoming in a yeah. fucking heartbeat. It's, yeah. It's amazing out there. Talk to Sam, man. Let's move to Colorado. All right. Pilgrimage. Uh, no, let's move. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or you guys let's take a vacation and i'll just stay there okay um honestly this is gonna sound kind of crazy i could see mark hamill playing jesus frankenstein sure have you seen sushi girl i have not he's amazing in okay. that movie and he has not gotten the credit he deserves okay. it's like for me his joker level okay a villain and it's a brand new villain character like it's someone he created okay Sushi Girl's really good for anybody listening. That's one of those underrated, came in under the radar type of uh, flicks. Tony Todd is in it. I mean, it's it's on Netflix. It's been in my queue oh, for a it? while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, watch it. It's, it's yeah. really good. So, um, or maybe Ken Jong. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he Carpenter will write it, but he won't direct it. Okay, he will direct it. Um. Has to be someone who can do like a grand scale movie. Neil Blomquist. From what's he done? District Nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chappie. Yeah. The last one. I never saw Elysium, but I did. It, it was it I was fine. To. It looked yeah. like a good movie. Yeah. It got shit on for some reason. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't see Chappie. I didn't either. Ben is raving about it well i know walt is a huge uh fan of that guy in oh, general yeah. so um but yeah okay i could totally see that i would i would absolutely watch that movie you know the pliskin part didn't pop in until halfway through the pitch Did it? <laughs> who would like because they've been talking about remaking it for a long time who would be your ideal realistic casting for pliskin <laughs> Vinny Jones. <laughs> there it. <laughs> Vinny Jones could be Jesus Frankenstein. There you go. I like Vinny Jones yeah, a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, have you ever listened to any interviews with him? Not really. He's really good. He's been on The Nerdist and, and okay. like, What the Fuck a couple times. He's a really fun interview. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Point Do you five have somebody? Oh. Um I mean, I can't I, think of anyone that I'm really happy with. I might, Maybe I might get Danny shit Trejo. for it. <laughs> I might get shit for it, but yeah. I, I like Gerard Butler in general. Oh, I think we've talked about this. And yeah. he, I think he was like the front runner for a long time back when they were originally talking about it. Back when like 300 was still a big right. thing. Um, you know, what about your other boy from uh, Lucky Number Eleven? 
Bruce Willis? No, no, no. no. <laughs> ben Kingsley? No. <laughs> and not Morgan Freeman? <laughs> um, What's his name? God damn it. What is it? Josh Hartnett. Devin Sawa. Right. J- Josh Hartnett from yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful, yeah. yeah. I still need to. You do. You really <laughs> fucking I know, do. I know. Have you started Community? Nope. Watch any Vincent Bryce? Yep. Lies. <laughs> Maybe Mr. Fibes returns. <laughs> Mr. Phoebes. The ghost in Mr. Phoebes. <laughs> Starring Malcolm McDowell. Uh, That's right. It's my Malcolm <laughs> McDowell, just loud and almost British. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I don't know if you've been uh, keeping up with uh, Walt's. The Kardashians? Yep. Oh. Uh, His trip to New York. trip to New York. Yeah, I've seen some of the pictures he posted from the museum. But apparently he's been, he was on the subway with Lori Petty and didn't realize it. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's really good in, in uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, she's in it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, she pops in in season two, and then she's back in season three. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't know what he, I didn't, I didn't read any of the comments. I just saw he posted, like, apparently I was on a subway with Tank Girl and didn't notice. Right. And I commented, and I was like, so. And I didn't know if he meant, like, some girl that looked like Tank Girl. Well, or, and that's what I asked. I was like, someone who just looked like Tank Girl or Lori that's Petty? That's what I'm looking for. Right. <laughs> some girl that looks like I mean, Tank I'm, girl. I'm looking, I'm, I'm totally down for Lori Petty, you know, Tank Girl era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shaw. Sure. Sure. Uh, um, yeah. Did you ever see the Masters of Horror she was in? The fair-haired child. Uh, William Malone did it. I think. I think it was season one. Um, the guy that did House on Haunted Hill, right? Make and uh, um, oh, what's that movie that everybody hates? Fear dot com. Oh yeah. Um, the Stephen Dorff classic. 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 You me? <laughs> um, yeah, it was really good. It's called The Fair-haired Child. She played okay. a really creepy character. Huh. Um, yeah. Point Break. Come on now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of fell in love with her in Point Point Break. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's when I fell in love with Anthony Kiedis. Right. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play one more song just because I really want to, and then we'll come back and do the wrap up. Okay. Um, but I, I want everybody to hear this song. It's another unknown Henson. Uh, but it's uh, Hippie Girl was the first song I heard, and I really like it. Right. I just forgotten about this song it's probably my favorite unknown henson song and it's called i make faces when i make love and i hope it gets stuck in everybody's head so we'll be right back the night is hot and black as tar let's let your husband wonder where you are baby now i don't mean to scare you none Sometimes being scared can be fun <laughs> You took a chance of running with me They ain't no telling what you will see, darling Before the evening turns into morning I'm a-giving you fair warning You better turn out the lights, sure enough Cause I make faces when Make love. That's just something I do, baby. Warmer classic. When passion flows through my veins, sometimes it causes my face to change. You might see a wolf or a cat, a rattlesnake, or maybe a bat. Now, baby, don't you get. 
good alarm Cause I don't mean you any harm You better turn out the lights Sure enough Cause I make faces when I make love I can't help it baby Gonna pick one Warmer's likes what I do I promise you darling So will you I do it with style You've got to admit This love affair You won't forget So enjoy my love Spectacular I make romance Kinda like Dracula You better turn out the lights Sure enough Cause I make faces when I make love I warn you baby, now I warn you Billy Lugosi and Boris and Long Made women scream when they come on I tell you right where they went wrong They couldn't sing a country western song Now baby, don't you get alarmed Cause I don't mean you any harm You better turn out the lights, sure enough Cause I make faces when I make love I can't help it, darling It's just something I do, baby You better turn out the lights Sure enough, cause I make faces when I make love. You're gonna like it, baby. I promise you. Don't close your eyes now. Yep. Alright. Cause when you're my love spectacular. I make you romance, kind of like Dracula. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> How can you not love this guy? That's goddamn poetry is what I that is. passed up seeing him live way too many times. It really bums me out. What the out. fuck is wrong with you, Richie? Well, I keep finding out too late. Like, I found out the day of he was playing some shitty little place in Danville. Right. And just couldn't make it. I had to work. And now well, you should playing down in make uh, time. Chapel Hill. Well, let's go. Let's go next month. It's about a week or two before the con. Sure. I've got money to blow. I wish that were true. Yeah, no shit. Well, that's it. That's episode 12. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Send us your salt. Prove yourself. Uh, I had fun this episode. Yeah. I mean, I always do. Sure. A lot of times I'm worried that it wasn't a good episode, but this one I feel pretty confident about. Yeah, absolutely. So it won't be good. Um, for listeners. Hey, me. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. That was good stuff. With such classics as, hey, me. Uh, listeners, send us some feedback. Uh, send us some trailer ideas. Send us some fuck, Mary kill ideas. Yeah. We need yeah. to bring that back. Yeah, that we was do. A lot of fun. That was fun. Uh, 
Thank you, Elijah, for that terrible, terrible fan art that made me feel dirty. What? The one that I sent you in response to the fuck, Mary kill. It, oh, yeah, it's like yeah. erotic fan art oh, yeah, of Jason, Michael, and Freddie. We need to post that. We got fan art. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Elijah was a wooden Indian standing by the door. <laughs> Elijah. Woo. Not a big Hank Williams fan. There you go, Elijah. You're welcome. Yeah, I just changed. Kali- I'm Weird Al over here. <laughs> Kalijah is now Elijah. But yeah, thanks for that. And we appreciate the shit out of fan art. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, even if it's disturbing. And I guess it should be for this show. Sure. Makes sense. Um, thanks so much for listening and continuing yeah. to listen. I've actually gotten a little bit of feedback from people uh, in the past week or so. Yeah. Um, makes me feel good. Makes yeah. me feel like we're not just... A lot of nights I sit down here and I'm like, why don't we just not record this and take the fucking headphones off and just hang out? Yeah. Because I feel like no one's listening sure. to this point. So it, it really does uh, brighten a day when you let us know that you like it. And it takes one second to hit share yeah. on Facebook. Turn some other people on to us. And if it uh, if it means anything to you, just about every episode of Ridgecast now, Jake is filleting us like, to the level that we fillet Scream Factory. Well, we deserve it. I mean, yeah, right? Does he really? I need yeah, to start, he does. I need to listen to Ridgecast. Yeah, you, you <laughs> I've kind of fallen off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need to do that. Can Sorry. you fall off if you haven't gotten on? I got on for a while. <laughs> I uh, I was on for like six or seven episodes straight through. All right. And then something happened. I don't know what. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'll get back on. Where's a good place to start up again? Uh, do you know about where you left off? Like a year ago? Well, if we're going way back, episode three was our first good one, I think. Oh, I, I listened to that. I okay. That, yeah. um, I listened to the uh, the episode of the other show that he did with Dispatches. Yeah. Where he spotlit, spotlit <laughs> Dispatches. Oh, for the love of Pod. Yeah. Yeah. And then whenever that dropped, that was okay. the era that I went over to. Uh, the Craigslist to Joe's to. episode is yeah. a really good one. Ripped off from a yeah, dude. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> I ripped nothing off on my on the podcast. Oh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Um, we did an episode a while back with a uh, professional cuddler. She, she oh, skyped in. Me about that. Yeah. That was interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking I may just go with like three back. Okay, and then start just sure. listening again from there. I think I might do that. Yeah. Um, you guys have that black guy, right? Jake. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's true. Um, I'm on Facebook. We, we have um, Dispatches from the Weird Facebook group. Uh, there's a Radio Lono dispatch, uh, Facebook group. Uh, I swear Radio Lono's back. I've recorded like two. There's one <laughs> with a special guest, and I did one solo. Um, we're just kind of backlogged. Ben has been... Uh, tirelessly working to switch us over to a free server so we won't have to pay anything and we'll have unlimited space which is awesome yeah um on that front um i decided that we belong dead is going to be a standalone podcast okay um we are dispatches from the weird but you'll be able to search for us solo okay um which is kind of cool yeah Uh, ben asked me if any of the podcasts if i wanted them to just be kind of a solo thing and so the only one I can think of is We Belong Dead because everything else is kind of dispatch. Like meshed in. Yeah, like yeah. conversations and streamatorium. Sure. 
Um, so yeah, we'll be our own entity pretty soon. Uh, anyone uh, who knows screen, anyone at Scream Factory, <laughs> let them know. Seriously, like we will plug the shit out of. I am not against having like a Scream Factory special once a month. No. <laughs> like uh, they're fantastic, and they were made for for guys like us. Absolutely, and we appreciate them. Um, on Twitter, I am at Lono Saves. I don't know if I've had any funny tweets lately or not. I'm pretty sporadic on Twitter. Let's see if there's anything worth saying. On uh, Instagram, I am Lono Mojo, and uh, I'm going to start posting a VHS tape a, a day starting, uh, well, it's probably a couple weeks in now. Right. Um, but, I, I, you know, I like to think that I post some pretty interesting stuff on there, but yeah. I guess everybody likes to think that. <laughs> That's why I stopped posting for the most part. <laughs> I, I just, just wonder, follow I've never other seen people. anything that you've posted. Yeah. Um, some tweets that some some of the comedy gold that you'll get on my Twitter. Uh, in a pinch, a guitar string can work wonderfully as a pipe cleaner when your bowl is clogged. Hashtag tips from a stoner. Okay. Hashtag stoner MacGyver. Uh, I don't respect people who put their car in park when they reach the window at a drive through restaurant. Hashtag what do you think is going on here? Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, stuff like that. See, now I want to go back in my Twitter and uh, comb through the uh, the gold that I'm sure is not there. <laughs> no, I've got uh, better stuff on here. See, everything that I have now, like I don't even really use Twitter. It's just like response to Twitter things that I'm tagged in. Right, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I'm kind of a big um, deal around here. If you have sex with a regular eagle, does it then become a bald eagle? <laughs> Hashtag dirty spelling joke. Because it's B-A-L-L-E-D. Eagle. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're, you're a funny guy. I wish I could call Bill Murray Billy without being ironic. <laughs> Hashtag sigh. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Old Bay Seasoning. Hashtag secrets. <laughs> uh, hey, here's one from uh, August 23rd of last year. Tonight I begin a new podcast journey, recording episode one of We Belong Dead, my horror-only show to a new world of gods and monsters. Yeah, I don't have a very interesting Twitter. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> I just found a piece of roe in my beard from the sushi I ate an hour ago. <laughs> Hashtag epic beard problems. See, I think I feel like you're like me and that you mainly use hashtags as a punchline. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. Although I love every picture of you I hashtag with proud fur. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> so this metal band I'm watching legit has a midget lead guitarist. Hashtag the most metal thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then the follow-up tweet, why do most mosh pits always smell of hot taco meat? <laughs> wow. Fuck, I want tacos now. Yeah. I don't think that wasn't really the the end result I was looking for, but that's okay. I'm a fat guy that hasn't really eaten anything today, and I'm stoned. (laughs) That fucking uh, big-ass nacho thing was good that you brought. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. When you showed up, uh, I was in the shower, but I was thinking before you got here, I was like, I haven't eaten today. I might see if he wants to run out to Taco Bell. (laughs) See, we got a we got a thing like, going hey, on. I brought you Taco Bell because I'm secretly in love with you, right? And I was like, right on, man, take a number. 
And then you took a number, and that number was one. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> uh, so next week, uh, make sure to tune in for a friend of mine's cover of a great song from Phantasm. Um, okay, real quick. Yeah, I just found a gem that uh, I need to I need to to let you know about. Okay, was just driving behind the girl with the license plate D Hunter. I really hope it means what I think it means. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. I don't think that I have anything, uh, <laughs> even going back years, that will beat that, but it's not going to stop me from trying. We did pretty good this week, too. We're at about two and a half hours. Yeah, and most of it was about uh, music and uh, our Twitter, so, you know, it's good. We are recording, right? She had a swagger like Denver Pyle and a face like Jack Elam. <laughs> Hashtag first line of a book I'd love to read. Look up Denver Pyle and Jack Elam, anyone that doesn't know who they are. Um, Alex Cox. Do you, are you familiar with Alex Cox? He directed Sid and Nancy. Okay. Yeah. He directed Repo Man. Right. Uh, real cunty British guy. I mean, you'll have to see a picture of him. Alex Cox resembles a melting rubber David Lynch mask. <laughs> Uh, we can do this all night, guys. We really could. <laughs> oh, I tweeted at Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah? We should really go kite flying soon. I'll bring the root beer. <laughs> I assume this is before she was 18. <laughs> uh, at, uh, at Rob Zombie, you owe me sushi in Baltimore several years ago. <laughs> it's a fact. That's true. I don't think I've ever hashtag or uh, tagged a celebrity in a post. Oh, fuck, I have. <laughs> I know exactly nothing about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. This gives me a strange sense of calm. <laughs> I've got some deep ones. A man with an open, honest heart carries with him a pain most will never know. Okay, oh, now we're just getting real, okay? <laughs> Fried bologna on toast. Hashtag perfect white stoner breakfast. <laughs> perfect white trash stoner breakfast. Uh, and then a classic trophy twitter when i'm pretty great at stuff hashtag tweeting my own horn wow just got farted on by an eight-year-old at the baggage claim terminal twice hashtag pretty sure homeboy just sharded <laughs> you fall for a girl who wears chuck taylor's and you take your life in your own hands <laughs> uh and now I'm getting to the point where I started whoring myself out for a uh, rich gas benefit for a while. Oh, I have a um, mystery science theater quote. Yeah? Yannick Lanchi, baby. <laughs> From the great werewolf. Uh, Pooh Maimon. Here's one that I often overuse. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has this to say on the subject of love. Avoid if all possible. Yeah. Hashtag truth and fiction. December 10th, 2013, Blueberry Candy Canes, man. That's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> See, guys, there's some real <laughs> some real content here that you're missing out on. He is resin. Hashtag marijuana church. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm the sheriff of this pussy. <laughs> Hashtag bad first impressions. <laughs> it's not bad. That's a very good one. 
I tried kale chips yesterday. They taste like what I imagine a product called sweat crisps would taste like. <laughs> so apparently I went to a bunch of metal concerts this summer. So I'm at a metal show, and I'm pretty sure I just became BFFs with a guy with a braided rat tail named Wooly Worm. <laughs> the follow-up tweet, his look could best be described as meth chic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Norman Reedus. Oh, well, yes. Day six of the worst flu I've ever had begins. I have hazy, feverish flashes alluding to purchasing Mambo Number no. 5 from iTunes at some point. <laughs> Hashtag end. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Uh, <laughs> November 11th, 2013. Miley Cyrus's camel toe is very compelling. <laughs> this has just gone way downhill, guys. <laughs> Count Chocula with strawberry milk. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> I was just behind the guy in the pickup truck with a cancer suck sticker on the back window. He also had a cig in his mouth. Hashtag irony. Hashtag cause and effect. <laughs> what has this podcast become? Oh, God. Uh, if I've never broken wind around you, there's a good chance I have a crush on you. Hashtag the romantic underbelly. All right. This is from uh, when we went to Richmond Comic Con. According to Adam West, bat shark repellent is made of brown sugar, flour, and ground-up horny toad. That's a direct quote. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jesus. <sighs> Historically, the girls I fall for are just a step away from being Mandy Lane. <laughs> Numerous exhaustive studies have conclusively shown that Wolfman does, in fact, have nards. All right, two more each. Okay. <clears throat> okay all right um unfortunately i think everything from here on out is just me replying to shit via, about Ridgecast. all right okay graveside cervix hashtag all girl horror punk band name ideas <laughs> i like it yeah uh <clears throat> Apparently, I responded to a tweet with a picture of um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Thank you. <laughs> you know, blind black guy. Kind of unrecognizable. Yeah. Um, I was really proud of this one. Wonder Girl, you'll be a Wonder Woman soon. <laughs> Hashtag Neil Diamond Direct. Wow. Huh? <laughs> I gotta get off Twitter. This is so boring. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, we should we should put a... Uh, this is like totally a dispatches bit. I don't know why I'm doing why we're doing this on. We should put a disclaimer in the uh, in the write-up that I put together that uh, just to disregard the last 15 minutes of the show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> unless you want to hear all of our boring tweets. Which you do, so it's fine. Any horror fan worth assault wants to read our tweets. Oh, I know why I don't hear you. So, <laughs> send us your tweets. Um, thanks for listening. As always, what am I doing? That's the beginning of the show. <laughs> As always, what am I doing? It worked out well. Damn it, I should have just played uh, Unknown Henson. Right. Uh, sorry. Wow. 
had so much fun. I don't want this episode to end. I'm stretching it out with 20 minutes on Twitter. Um, uh, did you give your places to be found? Uh, I can while you're stumbling yeah, to find what you're trying to find. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at IMM1987. Uh, find me on Facebook, uh, richcast.com, uh, facebook.com slash richcast. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Am I kidding myself? I don't have that saved twice, do I? Okay. All right, that's going to be it from uh, the uh, Secret Underground Brunker this week. Uh, as always, thanks for thanks for indulging us, <laughs> especially those last few minutes. Um, please click share. Please give us some feedback. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. And um, as always, until next time, remember to raise a glass to a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs>